Thanks for listening to another episode of SNTR Presents. If you want to support this podcast directly, you can go to anchor.fm slash SNTR Presents to support it with a paid membership. You can do the same thing on my main channel at SNTRlive.com where all the videos get posted. As always, enjoy the episode. Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. If you're looking for the segment about Cyberpunk maybe getting removed from the Xbox store, there will be timestamps in the description. This is a live stream that I do Monday through Friday, so if you caught the past broadcast, it's about four hours long, and we use timestamps for all of the things you see on the screen right there. But before we dive into everything that we're covering today, let's do a little recap of what we did yesterday just in case you missed it so if you're in the live audience make sure smash like get the chat going and you can always go and check these later if you didn't get a chance to catch them so last night i did a short video i try to do those every night they're only about a minute long so if you see those in the feed you know give them a little love this one was here we go again because today we're talking about cyberpunk once again maybe getting removed from uh, a store the way it has been removed from the sony store it's still actually not been put back in there so we did that little short video last night i try and make the thumbnails kind of funny now yesterday the main topic if you go backwards here was the watchdogs legion zombies dlc what's going on with this dlc i was talking about why i was actually wanting to dive in to watchdogs legion i had not actually played the game when it launched i had some other things going on here on youtube did not have really room to play other games. Now, we did come to find out the Zombies game mode is currently in alpha on the PC, so that is not available to those of you that play on console. But good news for those of you that play on console, if you have a PS5 or an Xbox Series X, there was an update yesterday that unlocked a 60 FPS mode. We tried it out on the PS5, and it really, really looked good. It ran very, very well, and you can see there the very next thing we did We jumped into Watch Dogs Legion DLC gameplay. Now, essentially what we were doing is is getting ready for the big DLC that is coming next month with the Bloodline DLC. They're bringing back Aiden Pierce, the main character from the first game. They're also bringing back Wrench from Watch Dogs 2. So they're tying all three games together. And I wanted to sort of get ready for that. This is a smaller DLC. They did some of the cooperative special ops missions that are available. There's a new uh, there's a new operative available on the 15th. I believe her name is Helen. So, if you've been playing Watch Dogs Legion, really really good time to jump back in. If you haven't been playing, I really enjoyed it. I thought the opening was excellent. They they hop around a little bit with the operative. So, if I give you a little warning, if you do decide to jump in the game for the first time, uh, they, they do bounce you around a little bit from operative to operative, but they're trying to showcase one of the central value points of the game is that they've kind of expanded how you can play it, unlocking different abilities. Different operatives are probably good for different jobs. So I would encourage you to check it out. I got everything for like $47. It came with the season pass uh, and the full game. And again, if you got an Xbox Series X or a PlayStation 5, the game looks and runs really, really well at that 60 FPS mode. It just turns off ray tracing, and I think it probably like maybe lowers the resolution a little bit, but I'm telling you, it was it was a significant improvement, at least for me. Now, we tried Elder Scrolls Online 
yesterday, and I hate to be the bearer of bad news, the game is set up beautifully for new players. It was so easy for me to jump in. I played this game years ago on console. I was playing on PC because the Blackwood DLC is only on PC now. They're getting it like a week or two early, so we jumped right in. It was extremely very, very accessible to jump in. I went through what probably for a normal player would be 20 or 30 minute tutorial, and then I was in a room with basically gateways to all of the DLCs, like anywhere you wanted to go. I mean, the amount of content in this game is absurd if you actually tried to do it all. I don't know if you could even do it. So I was able to jump right into Blackwood. I clicked on it. I went there. I'm immediately given a guy to talk to, and I'm off to the races. I'm in to the new story. So if you've ever thought about checking out Elder Scrolls Online, I would watch that video, okay? The reason that I have bad news is we've always considered that to be maybe a game I could plant my flag in and we could spend some time with it. Now, we're never going to take this channel and orbit it around a video game. Again, that didn't go well with Destiny. Even when we were covering Destiny, we're sort of comparing channel statistics now to back when we covered Destiny, and this channel was not having good internal growth uh, when we were covering Destiny. We'd have really big weeks when new content would come out, and then everything else just went down. We're actually having bigger days now doing shorter streams and gameplay than when we were actually covering my central game. So, we're never really going to go back down that road, but we did think Elder Scrolls Online is a game that could be really, really fun. Start some guilds on the different platforms for you guys. However, it was clear yesterday that there just isn't going to be support for that for a variety of reasons. I think the Elder Scrolls Online community is awesome, but they're very entrenched right now. They've basically been watching and playing the game for years. It would essentially be like booting up and playing Destiny when when a new DLC lands and being sort of brand new to the game. That's what I did yesterday. A new DLC landed and I jumped in as a brand new player thinking that'll be a great thing to showcase for people who are maybe on the fence about the game. By and large, anytime we've set our sights on a new game or a new DLC, it's been huge for the channel. We were playing Horizon Zero Dawn, we were playing Days Gone on PC, we were getting very, very good results. Well, the reason is those games are either new or they're not really designed to be, hey, there's a community sort of surrounding the game. So yesterday, it was very clear that most of the people who watch and consume Elder Scrolls online content, they really already have their people that they like to watch. I don't take that personally. I get it. I've been in the business for six years. I know how it works. I know how brand loyalty can really affect opportunities for other people to cover a game. So I had a great time. I was kind of like back to some of my roots. That was one of the earlier games I streamed uh, when I was first getting into streaming. And it all kind of started coming back to me. I was like, man, this is such a good game. It's it's actually very beautiful on PC. I think it runs very well. You don't get the 60 FPS on console. So if you can get it on PC, just so fun and accessible. It's kind of like Arcade Skyrim. If you want a more laid-back experience that looks and kind of feels like Skyrim, I got to tell you, Elder Scrolls Online is in a great spot. So if you're on the fence, again, that's an hour and a half video that should make it very clear whether or not that's a game for you. 
to jump into. Now, on to today. What are we doing today? Now, we got a lot to talk about. The main topic, Cyberpunk 2077 Xbox Store removal, question mark. Now, I added the question mark. I didn't feel like dealing with clickbait accusers all day. These people use that that word like it's going out of style. But it is a likelihood that there could be a conversation about that getting removed from Xbox. They have said just that. They're having conversations with Microsoft similar to the conversations that they had with Sony. We'll break down all the commentary. They've also made public declarations about getting this game to where they want it to be, and we'll be going through some of those some of those things that they've said, some of those public statements about Cyberpunk from CD Projekt Red. Then for our micro topics, we've got Far Cry 6 is political. Yeah, I'm not going to get political, but apparently that game does, and we're going to be breaking down exactly what the developers had to say about that. Battlefield 6, that says Battle 6. Oops. Battlefield 6 reveal date has been revealed. We got the date, we got the time, and we've got some info on what this game's probably going to look like from a pretty good article that was written. And then Halo Infinite at E3 2021, apparently not going to be a pretty big showing, and we're going to break down what one of the insiders had to say about the Halo Infinite showcase at E3 2021. We're going to do our best to cover E3 this year, although it sounds like they're doing a lot of stuff on the weekend. We will navigate that as best we can. I like to say every morning, there is a variety of ways to support. Obviously, RageousRoast.com down there at the bottom, but anytime we have a poll, you can jump in and do that. We probably will do one today. Cyberpunk gets a little saucy. Every time you're talking in chat, if you're listening, if you're lurking, if you're religiously pressing that like button, it helps out the channel. You can also hang out on our Discord with the Discord command. You don't have to be a paying member, but if you are a paying member, you get increased uh, increased access in the Discord. We love to see people hanging out in there, even if you're not a paying member, though. It's kind of a nice place to hang out when we're not streaming. Every day I'm wearing a shirt from 80s Tees, so the shirt command will take you there. Mortal Kombat today. Use code LONO at 80stees.com for 30% off. Obviously, we already mentioned the coffee coffee command it's getting low as stores are getting they were we're gonna run out probably we've already re-upped on the light rose you can send a tip with the tip command directly through our network or you can use super chat throw me a follow on twitter if you use that platform still i know a lot of people don't it can be kind of nasty but we still put tweets out when we're doing stuff and then the merch command is there we have added some new merch if you want to check it out lastly the join command and the join button. We greatly appreciate everybody who maintains their membership here. It is a paid membership every month. We have five tiers starting at $5, and that is a massive, massive help to the channel. We have completely changed what we do over the past couple of months, and you guys have been faithful with your memberships, your viewership, and your support. We really would not be surviving without it because we do not run a lot of ads here, and viewership's kind of all over the place when you're covering gaming news, so it's very, very helpful. I know lots of people can't do a paid membership. If you can't, totally understandable. Just be here, get the chat going, get the likes going, get, you know, take the poll if we're doing one. That helps the video get suggested. That helps us meet new people. And always consider, again, helping us get that membership going up if you can. Uh, And it does give you the increased stuff in the the Discord. And if you see people with badges and emotes, that's where they got them. Uh, We have some other things we're not really doing with paid membership because we haven't quite gotten enough people at that tier level for like video game voting. But we're going to make good on the people who did video game requests. That's a very, very high tier of support. And we're going to catch up on that backlog. 
the last month was kind of crazy we weren't sure what was going on with the channel we weren't even sure what we were going to do and now that we figured all those things out we're going to loop back and i'm going to make it right you are going to get your video game requests if you've submitted them we're even doing one today we'll be doing those over on gaming we will also be checking out Hired Gun today, Necromunda Hired Gun. We'll be doing that gameplay here before we go over for Frostpunk on the SNTR Gaming channel. Alright, I'll be here any minute. I'm probably getting my coffee right now. I record this every morning to get you guys going. Smash like, get the chat going, and I'll see you in just a minute. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Thank you guys for being here. I greatly, greatly appreciate such a big turnout. I know people are interested in this one because I was kind of surprised. Creature had like six articles about Cyberpunk loaded in the hopper last night. I was like, what is going on with Cyberpunk? Uh, They're having conversations with Microsoft. I don't know, chat. They're, they gotta, they gotta put up, they gotta put up right now. I didn't even realize this. If you try to get Cyberpunk on the Microsoft platform right now, you try to get it on Xbox, it actually comes with a warning. Uh, it comes with a warning because the game just runs so poorly on those old consoles. You gotta consider how many of those consoles are in circulation, even though Sony won that console war. Uh, there are a lot of Xboxes in circulation, and that is a lot of people that right now, if they buy the game on the older platform, they're getting a warning, you know, about the performance of the game, and it runs terribly on those old platforms. What's good, Feed? I see you in the chat. Thank you, everybody, for a strong start. Smash the like button if you haven't done so already. We could get like a 200-like start for the day. Already over 300 folks here. Appreciate you tuning in. Don't forget, this afternoon, we are checking out Necromunda Hired Gun. We'll be doing that here. We will be heading over to gaming today. As I said in the intro, we will make it right if you are one of the people at the very high level of support for video game requests. We missed a couple requests in May. Uh, We missed a couple requests in May, and we will make it right. So those of you that are in that room in the Discord, check. Uh, I I had some questions for at least one or two of you uh, on what exactly uh, is going on. So we appreciate people that have been supporting the shorts in the evenings as well, watching those videos and leaving comments. I've been uh, trying to respond to as many as I can. Uh, It hasn't even had the next-gen update. That's the other uh, end of this that I didn't even know that, Sinos. I didn't even know that. That, That's the other crazy part about Cyberpunk. I'm going to say it in my video later. They are getting it from both ends, man. They're getting hit from both ends of the spectrum here. Not only does the game run like garbage on the old platforms, there's not even a next-gen version out there right now. That's not even, that's going to happen late this year. Basically, it's going to take them a year to even deliver, to even deliver a, a next-gen version. It's unbelievable. I I don't even know why they bothered launching it. Like, at this point, I, it, it blows my mind. It's like, I don't understand. I, I guess they had to. You know what I'm saying? Did they need the revenue? to keep going like is that what's going on did they basically say look like we 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 need the revenue 
we we're, we we can't we can't keep working for another year if we don't push out the game now. It was originally supposed to land later this year. That was always the plan. They say their profits are down because of having to fix the game. That's what I mean. Why didn't they stick to that schedule? You're not even going to have a next-gen version available until late this year. And why? Why on earth? Why did you launch it? It, 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 doesn't, it honestly doesn't make sense to me. It's, it's one of the more peculiar things about the game is not, wow, it's really bad. Wow, it's really rough. It landed in the valley between old gen and new gen. We know that's a valley that forms. We know that. We know that happens. It, it gets removed from the Sony store. And now for all intents and purposes, we're like, you rush the game a, a, a year early? Not like six months, not a couple of months, an entire year early. I, I guess they needed money. Shareholders wanted money. You know what's funny is they were always the company that was known for saying it'll be it'll be out when it's ready. It'll release when it's ready. Well, they could say that when their first game that they were able to tout that out there with... They were able to say that more consistently when Witcher 3 was paid for by a grant from the government. Now they're in a, now they're in another department, right? They got shareholders, they got investors, they got people that are like, "Hey, what in the heck are you guys doing over there?" It didn't stop executives to receiving bonuses for selling Cyberpunk reported by Young Ye. They did it with uh, Witcher. Why are we surprised? See, people always say Witcher 3 dropped and it was really, really buggy, but for some strange reason, that game got so much praise and CD Projekt Red got praise as well for that game. Like, I guess they fixed it faster or something. I don't know. I don't know. Because I remember Witcher 3 became the title and CD Projekt Red became the developer that was like, that was it. That was it. Like, they were the developer people referred to. They're like, why aren't there more companies like this? Why aren't there more companies that, that, you know, launch a game when it's ready? You know? They fixed it and they gave the DLC for free. What was the timeline for them fixing Witcher 3, though? I felt like that game launched in the summer. I remember playing it literally like the day before I went on a trip. And I I went away. I went on my trip. Or it might have been late summer. And I feel like I came back from my trip and I mean that game was getting... maybe Maybe I have the timeline wrong. They must have fixed that game very, very quickly. It had to be. It had to be a faster turnaround time. It had to be. Sadly, CD Projekt Red sold their good reputation for this. I guess they wanted to be part of the EA, Activision, Naughty Dog, Ubisoft Club. Witcher 2 was janky. Still a great game. Cyberpunk had bugs that would delete saves. Never had that issue in The Witcher 3. There's bugs and then there's Cyberpunk 77. Right, right, right. CP 77. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that guy coming down the ladder, that is something else. That is something else. I remember that. The game was canceled for further updates, but it's still available to download and still a full game. They're just not... Oh, okay, so there's no endings. Okay, gotcha, Gilly. Witcher 3 was buggy, but Cyberpunk felt like false advertising. 
The Witcher had nowhere near as many game-breaking bugs. They fixed it quick, but it took them a long time to overhaul systems. Eugene says, CD Projekt Red is not profiting from this. I can't see this being profitable for them long-term. You can make a ton of money, but if your stock value goes down and your shareholders are angry, that's not a profitable position to be in. You, you, that, that, that's... You made you made you made quick money, but you know what I'm saying it's not you're not profitable. You're not in a good spot long term. It's like the person that does the pyramid scheme. Yeah, they make good money that opening month. You know, maybe that first year they make a bunch of money, but then after that, it's like I don't know. You 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 start you start bleeding cash on some of those on some of those pyramid schemes. Witcher 3 was not on anyone's radar prior to its launch. It had its loyal fan base for sure, but it was not as mainstream as CD Projekt Red was not in the limelight. Oh, more eyes on them now. The reputational damage from this will harm their future titles. Right. Publishers put too much pressure on the marketing, causing less focus on the actual project and more on the advertising. There has been, I feel at least, there's been a slight shift in that regard. There has been a slight shift in that regard. Like there's always that there's always that element of the marketing getting disconnected from the final product. Like what on earth is this final product? How did this even get made? Right? This is this is always a this is always a, a common theme, a common theme and subject that comes up in the gaming world. And I felt like in recent years a lot of these companies were moving away from that idea. They were moving away from the idea of let's just overhype it, overmarket it, and then everybody gets really angry later. YouTubers and streamers have essentially made that more difficult, right? I'm not going to sit here and act like YouTubers and streamers are on some righteous crusade because so many of them aren't, you know, or they or they make sure and claim to be because that's part of the act, right? But the the fact that you can watch a game on launch date. You know what I'm saying? If you wait two years for a game, you can wait 24 hours. And if it's in a shambles like Biomutant or Cyberpunk or Anthem, man, you save money, don't you? You're like, well, I'm not buying that. Holy moly. Every review, every YouTuber, every streamer is dogging that game. You know? Now, obviously, those who were, were, you know, in a position to check reviews or check Metacritic in the past, you obviously were informed, but streaming in YouTube is far more mainstream now. It's far more mainstream. There's a larger audience every year watching gaming content on the internet, which makes it even harder for these companies to get away with this. In years past, you would not have had a way to mobilize and suddenly realize, oh my gosh, this game is in terrible shape. It doesn't help that the public also adds to the hype overload Hyping even more than it was by advertising. It was bound to fail living up to expectations. I don't even understand how the how the how can the public be blamed for hyping though? Where where do we go to hype up games? Like here here's what happens. Here's what happens. I think excitement gets mislabeled as hype. I do. I think it gets mislabeled. If you go back and you watch everybody's excitement about cyberpunk and all the stuff that they showed us and all the stuff that they said, well, excitement isn't hype. 
there's a difference between somebody saying oh my gosh I cannot wait for this game to come out it looks like it's going to be so good oh the gameplay's nuts like right now I have been very openly excited about Horizon Forbidden West Horizon Forbidden West looks stunning it looks awesome now if that game launches and falls flat on its face and it's a disaster and it's got all these problems I don't think you can turn back around and be like well Lono you were one of the ones hyping it up we're just as guilty as they are no no there's a difference between a company misrepresenting their product and me getting excited you know what I mean Prisms is a new update for No Man's Sky. I don't know what they're doing. Have they announced anything? I had a huge download this morning for No Man's Sky. A really, really big download. Um, no Man's Sky gets a big visual update today and furry pets. So that's that, that report just went out. No Man's Sky Prisms. Reflections, fur, flying pet pets, refractions, rain and weather, more stars... Bite Beat Expansion, Parallax Occlusion Mapping, New Map Effects, Improved Photo Mode, New Particle Effects, Improved Light Shafts, DLSS, Increased Biome Detail. I think we might be switching the afternoon game. Um, uh, the question is, when's the new expedition start? My Rageous Light Roast is not melting in boiling water. Is that normal? What? What do you mean it's not melting in boiling water? It. What? Just stir it in. Are you goofing around? What are you talking about? We've shipped. Uh, we've shipped. I don't know. Close to four, three to four hundred bags of coffee. I. You didn't get a bad, a bad bag of it. <laughs> it's all coming from the same place. Um. It's not instant. Yeah, coffee grounds don't melt. Yeah, why? Yeah, wait a minute. What are you doing with it? You just put it in the cup? You gotta do a coffee pot or a French press. You can't just put the coffee in the cup. Do you know how to make coffee? It's so early, I didn't even catch that he says it doesn't melt. Doesn't melt? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Iron City's like that's a Folgers this isn't Folgers man what are you doing is that how you typically consume coffee have you only ever had instant coffee you please tell me please for all of her sakes (laughs) that dude just got here from the 1930s like I was putting it in I was putting it in it doesn't it's not dissolving it's not melting. <laughs> I was like, "What? What do you mean?" I, I for you know what I, I it was so weird. Like he he typed it. He typed it and I read it and I was just like, "Huh?" I was like, "I don't what do you what do you mean?" I I I honestly started engaging with it as like it should be melting. I was like, "What do you mean it's not melting?" <laughs> oh man. Whew, yeah, it's just floating on the top of the water. <laughs> it's just floating on the top of the water like a dessert. What is this? 
It's the weirdest coffee I've ever had. Everybody's raving about it. It doesn't even go down in the water. I do use only a kettle and a mug. Oh my gosh. Ratchet. This isn't... You're not... Okay, you use a kettle and a mug. This is like a, a tea bag. You, you can't just dump tea in the water. You steep the tea bag and take it out. You have to use a French press or a, a there's there's drip methods. You've got to use a coffee pot or something like an actual. Yeah, you need a press or something. If you're just accustomed to kettle and a mug, you need a French press. You poor, you poor, poor person. You, you can't just dump coffee into the water unless it's instant. We uh, Instant coffee is, oh my gosh. You poor, poor coffee drinker. Instant coffee, that's like, that's like grandpa move. That's like, I don't know. Even, even old folks don't necessarily like, uh, my gosh. <clears throat> we on this again? What do you mean we on this again? No, 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 Eugene. He just dumped the coffee into the water. He boiled the water and just dumped the coffee in, and was like, "It's not, it's not melting." <laughs> Melt, melting. Rageous roast coffee, delicious, and it won't melt. That's our new. That's our new catch. That's our new. That's our sales pitch, dude. To be fair, you haven't had good instant coffee. Americans have no good brands. Okay, settle down. Settle down. I, I'm sure there is some good instant coffee out there. That's probably true. <laughs> uh, what's my preferred way to make it? I am not. I am not a coffee snob. I am not a coffee snob. I uh, I just put it in the coffee. I just put it in the coffee pot. You know what I'm saying? I let it make it for me. Okay, have they updated the... Has, has No Man's Sky put the Prisms update on their website? Um, Let's go to their website and see what they're talking about here. Rageous Rose stays crunchy in water. Yeah. Alright, let's go to their news. No, they've not put a post on their website since May 21st. Um... So Prisms is just an update. I don't think there's a new expedition just yet. Um, Pathfinder Foundation Atlas Rises trailer. Okay. We'll have to wait. We'll have to wait. Sean Murray tweeted like a bullet list of stuff. So go to latest patch notes. They didn't have any. Oh, is it just a patch then? Where do you go? What do you go? News? Is there a way to go to latest patch notes on their website? It doesn't seem like it. Release log? Oh, Prisms update. Read more. No Man's Sky Prisms. Alright, hang on. I'll put this on the big screen. Yeah, I had a huge download this morning. There's a trailer for it on YouTube. I had a I had a huge update this morning. Introducing update 3.5 update 3.5 prisms dramatically refreshes the no man's sky experience with a range of new visual features and technologies the universe has never looked better with reflections new texture effects more biome detail improved lighting new skies new warp effects creature fur and a host 
more besides. So this is this is a visual. This is a visual thing. Why are they not letting me go full screen? Oh my gosh! Stop. Okay. So let's see what they're showing off here. Yeah, they just dropped this today, creature. We might have to kick... I don't want to kick Hired Gun again, but... So they got improved rain effects. The flying creatures. Oh, that guy's cool. The game is going to be crap even with the new update. There's no third-person view in the game. What game are you talking about? Are you talking about No Man's Sky? The game that's currently showing third-person view? And I play it third person every time I play it. That ship is friggin' awesome. Parallax occlusion mapping. Mm-mm. Heard hired gun uh, is a wait anyway. Riot just announced Valorant Mobile. Well, gaming news is popping, isn't it? Screen space reflections. I mean, this game looking pretty. This game looking pretty, 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 pretty. Oh my gosh! What was that giant thing? Space Station Core. Photo mode improvements. Oh, so space stations now have a score. You don't like third person No Man's Sky kills the immersion? I, I, I understand why people like to play first person. I do. I do. It's the same reason I understand why people, you know, drink instant coffee. Um. <laughs> uh, so they're making the game prettier. I, I don't... I, don't we want to wait? Isn't there potentially... Okay, here's the, here's the DLSS. PC players with compatible 30 series NVIDIA graphics cards can take advantage of DLSS, gaining vastly improved performance and visual quality. DLSS is an NVIDIA RTX technology which incorporates anti-aliasing and super sampling techniques to improve image detail at higher resolutions without uh, compromising frame rate. Learn more on the NVIDIA site. Richer caves. Caves in the subterranean biomes are now have even more alien and ex- are now even more alien and exotic. Fungus and flora glows with new atmospheric lighting effects. Dad gum, they make this game look so good. Um, same people, the people, same reason why people think Ghost of Tsushima was more deserving. I like that I have a laundry list of Game of the Year awards, and you have a cartoon. I thought that really summed up the argument. I checked my normal coffee like I knew it was dark roast, but I didn't notice it was instant coffee until now. Well, there you go. Meteorolo- meteorolo- meteorological... Okay, come on. Meteorological rewards? Why is that such a hard word to say? Meteor- meteorological. Meteorological. Golly frick! Meteorological, got it. Meteorological rewards. Hazardous weather events such as meteors or lightning impacts now have a chance to spawn valuable objects, creating lucrative opportunities to explore uh, for explorers who brave extreme planetary conditions. Meteorological. What the frick, man? Improved torch visuals. The exosuit torch now benefits from improvements to its visual effects as well as dynamic brightness and positioning. Oh, okay. 
Refractions, new lighting technology brings refractions to No Man's Sky. The new effects can be seen all over the universe, including glass base parts, starship cockpits, force fields, and bubbles, and more. Appearance modifier refresh. The UI of the appearance modifier has been refreshed for a clearer... uh, Can we get a bigger zoom in here? There we go. Hang on. I gotta scroll up now. For a cleaner uh, customization experience. There you go. There you go. Uh-huh. Exotic companions. The range of creatures that can be adopted as your companion has been hugely increased to encompass virtually every life form that you encounter. Well, there you go. They look pretty dope. Looking pretty dope. Dramatic star fields. The variety, quality, and number of stars in the sky has been significantly increased. A dazzling reminder of the vastness of the universe before and after. Okay. Uh, Creature fur. Fur has been added to a wide range of planetary creatures, bringing forth extra variety and additional fuzziness to exploration and companion taming. Well, we all want extra fuzziness. Look at that little guy. Just look at that little guy. All right. Photo mode improvements. Photo mode now benefits from significantly improved depth of field quality and controls, as well as now giving photograph uh, photographers manual control over bloom settings. Light shafts. Oh, you can see them. I don't need to read about light shafts. Bite beat sharing and drum improvements. The bite beat synthesizer now allows you to save tracks to a personal library and use them as a custom soundtrack to your exploration experience. I swear, if in a couple of months there is not a No Man's Sky DJ, I will be disappointed in the internet. I will. Um, Movable freighter bases. When purchasing a new freighter, your existing freighter base uh, is automatically transferred and reconstructed. In addition, freighter base layouts can now be reset at any time. Extraplanetary details. Players uh, on next generation consoles or PC players who use ultra settings will see dramatic increase in planetary detail across a whole range of environments. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Improved rain effects. Uh, nice. Synthesis laboratory. Uh, a new terminal has been added to the blueprint research area of the Space Anomaly. This new automated research station will provide recipes for crafting components in exchange for nanites. Particle improvements. Quality of life improvements. A number of UI and quality of life improvements have been added. These include an icon to show when new items have been added to inventory. Improvements to the UI receiving blueprints. Improving planetary charts. Um... Charts will no longer be consumed should they fail to find a building. Rideable flying creatures. There you go. I mean, who doesn't want that? Space Station Hangar has been dramatically overhauled. Please observe flight path conventions while docking. The station controller will be watching. Cool. Um, and then here's the patch notes. I mean, it's just a ridiculous amount of patch notes. I am not reading all of that. So if you want to read all that, that is all on the No Man's Sky website. <clears throat> so I, I don't know if we dive in today and kick Hired Gun off the table. Um, I know people were kind of looking forward to Hired Gun. I don't know if we want to do two streams in the afternoon because that tended to tick people off yesterday. 
So, I don't know. I don't know. But the, the new expedition, No Man's Sky, is supposed to start tomorrow. Yo, what's good, Vasilios? How are you? Have you seen the video where someone made the Sonic soundtrack with No Man's Sky? No, uh uh-uh, uh, uh uh. <clears throat> Check out Hired Gun. This can wait for tomorrow. Yeah, the advantage of waiting till tomorrow is they might push this update out and then Expedition, New Expedition would start tomorrow, which everybody's always interested in now. Um, people got mad at two games. Well, the only thing I could I could conclude was a couple of things, Eugene. People get annoyed when they get a lot of alerts. And when you do that many streams in a day, they get a 30 minute, they get a live, they get a 30 minute, they get a live. And then we cut, We you didn't get a 30 minute warning when we went to ESO. I had that set to private so that wouldn't happen. We might start doing that. I might start setting the, 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 the second and third streams private so you don't get 30 minute warnings on them. Um, you know, that, that, that might be a better way to do it. Cause people do, they get annoyed. If you're like binging, if you're like pinging them all day long, they're like, what the frick is, is, is Sano to Rage doing? Why am I getting so many pigs? So, <clears throat> so we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll, either way, we'll be playing No Man's Sky this week, today or tomorrow. We'll figure out how we want to do it. Uh, we also have a viewer request, so back to the task at hand we were we were we were kind of buzzing about cyberpunk but we're we're a video gaming news show so when something like that breaks we're gonna have to check it out so if you're here for the cyberpunk we're we're, we're gonna circle back here uh and talk about this this morning and what is going on with it uh we may need to do a poll <clears throat> to bring us back on track here would it hurt of playing multiple games in a day to have an all-in-one and just timestamp? yeah that's a waste of time uh, that's a waste of time. If you do that, Bowers, it gets. There's no reason to do it. Once you get past four hours on a stream, it dies anyway. No one's gonna find me. Like those days where we went and played Horizon Zero Dawn, no one was gonna find me. I'm like five or six hours in. You boot up a new stream, new title, new thumbnail, new description, and YouTube grabs it and spits it into you know algorithms and recommendations it can't do that with a five and six hour stream it doesn't know that i suddenly booted up a video game this isn't like the other platform you can't really do that in one sense it's better in one sense it's better we have a very clean crisp break boom it's time for gameplay boom we're playing this game it's a clean crisp break you come back later and you almost have like episodes it's like well i like lono's talk show i don't really care about gameplay or oh we played that game bam and you click on it and you're right into gameplay um so on one hand it's better on the other hand it's not as simple there are people that just loved the idea on the other platform of they click on me and they just hang out with me for the day it doesn't matter what i'm doing right there's, there's trade-offs. I actually think YouTube is a better platform for growth and experimentation because we've, we've learned and experimented a lot, you know, in the six months um, of this year. You know, we're, we're now into June. We've learned a lot. We really, really have learned a lot. And experimenting on the other platform, I've experimented here and I've learned way more about what works and doesn't in six months in, than in the six years I was over on the other platform because the other platform is just a top-heavy mess. So, I like YouTube more now that we've kind of learned how to navigate it. 
Biomutant has a new update that fixes combat sound, voices, and much more. Will you do a gameplay with a new update? I gotta tell you, man, I don't think so. I want that game to be the little engine that could because I know it's a small studio and I want to give it a fair shake, but there's too much going on. I got too much going on. I got too many games coming out to loop back to Biomutant to be like, it's a little bit better now. Like, I don't know. I, th- there could be something there. I know I know. we did a short. Uh, we did a short about it. And, um, hey, somebody ordered some coffee like 10 minutes ago. Brown, Babby, thank you so much, Babby, for ordering some coffee. Uh, Rachel's Roast Light Roast, it, it is getting a little bit low. It is getting a little bit low. My wife printed a bunch of uh, labels last night. Anybody who ordered yesterday or the day before, you should have gotten an email last night. Those will be shipped today. She'll be dropping those off. The kids will bag them up. They'll draw your little artwork. We're getting we're getting a little low, so if you get those orders in, we understand why there's there's a bit of a run on the bank right now. We we're we're waiting. The second batch should be uh, should be moving forward. Dark roast labels are going through the approval process. I'll then pay for those labels, and then they'll start roasting. So dark roast, honestly, dark roast should be approved by now. I don't know what in the heck's happening there. It's the same label. We changed some color. Like I, I'm not sure. Uh, where that where that is creature and I have been busy with other things so we haven't been able to you know babysit that project hopefully they're just kind of doing their thing we were given assurances since we're now an existing customer that all the problems last time should not replicate themselves so if you're new and you're tuning in we are discussing cyberpunk 2077 the potential xbox store removal Um, apparently the dark roast labels are at the printer. So that's a good thing. Um, this is not, this is not clickbait. There is an article. There is an interview where CD project red did indicate they are having a similar conversation with Microsoft that they had with Sony. I don't think I don't think Microsoft is any happier than Sony is about the state of this game on their consoles since there are likely way more Xbox One and way more Xbox One X's in circulation when compared to how many Series X consoles they have put out there. If you buy Cyberpunk 2077 in the Xbox Store right now, there is a disclaimer. There is a warning about the state of the game. They they have... they, they there's a, I, I don't think I've ever bought a game where the storefront was like, you know you're buying a pile of crap, right? Like, I've never had a game company uh, do that. So, No Man's the Sky looks amazing in No Man's Sky. Unless I'm mistaken, there's more stars. That's part of the update, Jaggy. We just read through the patch notes. They did a huge update today to all kind of visuals. If you want to head over to their website, they have a whole blog entry about it. Except Microsoft was completely fine letting their players continue to buy it. They had no issues taking their cut. I, that's my point is I, I think at this point Microsoft might be saying listen I <clears throat> you gotta you gotta crap or get off the pot we left your game in our store and you know you gotta fix this thing we put a disc- we literally put a warning label on the dadgum thing I think they were doing refunds though Eugene weren't they honoring refund requests wasn't Microsoft doing that yeah Agent Atwood would just put the it's nomansky.com forward slash prisms dash update. Prisms dash update. You just add that. Nomansky.com forward slash prisms dash update. It's the prisms update. 
<clears throat> after everyone bought it. Might be a Game Pass on the way. Yeah, but I mean, if they're gonna if they're gonna put Cyberpunk on Game Pass, I can't see Microsoft not wanting there to be a significant change in quality. There's gotta be. You can't have that game currently running at the way that it's running on the old consoles and be like, yeah, it's on Game Pass. You know what I mean? Promises were made, gifts were exchanged. I don't know. I mean, after everyone bought it, what kind of a certification does Microsoft do, Eugene? Do they they don't play the game, do they? I wonder what that process looks like. Like if you're gonna sell a game on the Microsoft platform and you gotta go through their certification process, what does that look like? Do they what do they check it for malware and viruses and that's it, or do they actually play the dadgum game? Agent Atwood's asking for you guys to smash the like button. We already got a strong turnout today. If you're enjoying the show, uh, get us to 300 likes. Consider pressing the subscribe button. If you're here for the no- the, the Cyberpunk 2077 discussion, th- we talk about everything during the show. So there is a segment where I'm going to read through like a planned thing about Cyberpunk. And if you're here for that, you'll just have to kind of stick around for it. Join in the chat, say something, say hello, say good morning. It's a live gaming show, so I I'm, I can't I won't spend four hours only talking cyberpunk. I also have other gaming news subjects for you this morning. Far Cry Six is political. Battlefield Six reveal date and Halo Infinite showing at E3 2021. It's apparently not going to be very big, so stick around for all the various topics. I am a safe for work broadcaster, so a lot of people treat me like radio. They throw me on, leave me on in the background. Now then, Kane, good to see you. Now then. Uh, I don't want to remove because I quite like it. Also, good morning. Good morning. Um, what I'm curious, Nicholas, what platform do you play it on uh, uh, of the Xboxes? Which, which one do you have? All I know is one company decided it was best to remove it from the store, no longer profit off a broken game, and another company didn't and hasn't and only supposedly is thinking about it after the profits were made. Well... We all know they don't make much after the game's launch. We know that. We know the lion's share of the sales is is in the first week, you know, Eugene. So you're acting, I mean, don't sit here and posture like months later, Microsoft's sitting here raking in the cash on Cyberpunk. I mean, come on. Come on. We know, we know, all the statistics show that a game's, the, 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 the lion's share the lion's share of the sales are in the first week. Always. Uh, Nintendo announcement. Afternoon of the 3rd. Time zone shenanigans made us understand the info un- incorrectly. So there's a Nintendo announcement tomorrow in the afternoon. Drinking my Rageless the correct way. <laughs> What's good, UK Stobbs? How are you? It's actually a good game with fun missions, just riddled with performance issues and bugs. Well, that's why I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I... Listen, you guys have to understand something. My favorite story type is a redemption story type. I love what they're doing with No Man's Sky. I wanted Anthem to have a redemption arc, right? I'm having my own redemption arc. Frick the haters. But I love a redemption arc. Like, I would love to see that for Cyberpunk. I use the old one, but I have enough to save up for the new stuff. And my only problem was frames were vastly choppy. But it was fun. I just, man, when frames are choppy, I can't have a good time. I can't. Good morning, Mythrax. <clears throat> Sony was getting revenge for CD Projekt Red basically promising refunds without speaking to Sony first. 
Well, yeah, that didn't go over very well, did it? Hilly says, many moons ago, I tested handsets for a mobile phone network in the UK. Most of the testing would show every type of bug with the phone software. We only didn't certify a phone if it had any bugs, which had adverse effect on the network. I imagine Microsoft only tested selling games has any problems affecting the store or their network. Right, right, right. Microsoft is the storefront, and it really isn't on them to make sure you know what you're buying. If you're... If you're so blind to not know anything about Cyberpunk 77, you probably shouldn't buy the game. Have some consumer agency. They actually warn you when you buy it, Gilly. They're like, this game has issues. <laughs> what does the warning even look like, I wonder? What's the exact phrasing? I, I would I would be I would be actually very curious to know. How do they how do they phrase it? Like, you know, do they say what Hilly says? Games a, is it a, is it a pile of <laughs> You know, <laughs> is it a bucket of, you know, or is it just like, yeah, it's, it's got some issues, you know, here's a price leak for the switch pro 500. I'll take one. Let me click an order button today. Hopefully the freaking scalpers don't ob- ruin that. <sighs> it's on a platform to protect the platform from crappy software. Users may experience performance issues when playing this game on Xbox One consoles until the game is updated. Is that the official is that the official phrasing? Like you don't have to buy the game. If you think the game is crap, don't buy it. Don't rail Microsoft for selling the game to people who do. I I can see both sides of this, Gilly. I can see the side that you're representing, right? I can see the side that you're representing. It's like, yeah, it's on the consumer. You know, the game runs. Doesn't run well, but it runs. If you buy a crappy product from Target or Amazon and, you know, you knew and read the reviews that it was kind of bad, it wasn't the greatest product, but, I mean, it plugs in and it runs. Like, it's a hairdryer that just won't really get the job done, right? I, I, I would say that, I would say there's two sides to that, though. At some point, you got to look at the store and say, you're knowingly selling this and this thing is garbage. Right? You're knowingly selling this, and this thing's garbage. <clears throat> and and to to what Gilly's saying, it's on the consumer, man. Do a little bit of research. You're seeing those two stars, those three star ratings. Why are you buying it? Why are you buying the game? You, there's literally a warning about performance issues. Why are you buying it? It's not bad. It's broken. Well, it it's legitimately a broken product. I mean, I don't know if you guys saw it or not. Young, young, young Ye pulled down his cyberpunk review. He's retracting his review and reevaluating like how he handled that situation. I don't know if you guys saw that. It was a day or two ago. He announced he was pulling his review down, which I got to tell you, that's a lot of views to lose on a channel like that. That, that, that video probably had a chunk of viewership. Um, He's doing that as a publicity stunt? Oh, come on. Do, do you understand what that does to a channel? Young yeah, young yay. Who cares? You know who I'm talking about. Like, do you know what that does to a channel? That that hurts just, that hurts your metrics. Losing that kind of viewership on a channel. The video just goes, 
gone. I don't agree with that. If you go to a place of business, food place, what have you, they sell you a broken product or rotten food, it's not the consumer's fault. If you go to the -the hole-in-the-wall restaurant with crappy reviews and you buy the food anyway, don't be surprised when you get crappy food. Food's different because it can kill you. Cyberpunk won't. Right. There's two sides of this argument. There are two sides of this argument. Gilly is making a good point. If you are an educated consumer, you see the bad reviews. Microsoft literally flashes this image up on the game. Users may experience performance issues when playing this game on Xbox One consoles until this game gets updated. Like, that's literally at the top of the description of the product. They're they're, they're giving you a disclaimer that, look, this, this, this game, this game might be... I, I got it. I got our poll. We we just got our poll discussion. Alright. Cyberpunk 2077. Should Microsoft remove it from the Xbox store given the performance issues? There you go. Alright. Let's get this poll going. Hang on. I gotta give you a live link back. We got our poll debate, baby. This is why I love you guys. You guys always you guys always find a good way, a good way to debate something. Yes, no. Let's let the audience decide. Cyberpunk, should Microsoft remove it from the Xbox store given the performance issues? Bam. Poll is live. Get over there and vote. I'll be reading your responses shortly. <laughs> yeah. Look at this. Look Look at this picture. I just drug admin chat. There we go. Wait. Keep current positions. Sorry. Um. Look. Look. I it, Listen. Listen. They warn you. They warn you about the game. This pops up on the Microsoft store. You know? This pops up. <laughs> Users may experience performance issues when playing this game on Xbox One consoles until the game's updated. This game is literal... Sh- <laughs> that is it. I mean, come on. You're an informed consumer at this point. You're an informed consumer. There's no doubt. It says this. This has not been photoshopped. This is real. You know, Microsoft uses big noodle titling. Uh, <laughs> fought. They use Big Noodle. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, get on that poll chat. Weigh in. Get over there and vote. I want to know what you guys think. Should Microsoft remove it given the performance issues? Is it a broken product? You know, that's what that's what Eugene and other people are arguing in chat. They're saying, listen, this thing is broken. It shouldn't even be in there. Get it out of there. That's what a lot of people in chat are saying. As I said, food is different and more serious because it can kill you. The store warns you that it's an incomplete product. Buy it if you want. The store doesn't need to act like I'm 12 and can't decide. <clears throat> yeah, it would be like picking up a DVD at the store and being like, this this, this movie may have performance issues in older Blu-ray players. Or, or let's just say, in, in Sony Blu-ray players. And you're like, oh, let's say Toshiba. Let's not make it confusing and include Sony in this. It literally tells you, 
this this movie may have performance issues in Toshiba Blu-ray players. And you're like, oh, and you take it home and it messes up in your Toshiba Blu-ray player. And you're like, I can't believe it! <laughs> this is ridiculous! And you go back and get a refund. And they're like, we warned you. We warned you, man. It, was, it might have some issues. Whatever happened to personal responsibility? There's two sides of this street, man. If you want to talk about personal responsibility, maybe CD Projekt Red should take some personal responsibility for the absolute disaster of a launch that this game was. Are you kidding me? This cuts both ways. You don't get to be like, you have a it's a personal responsibility. You should be an educated... Co- they should be responsible. They made a bad product. <laughs> and listen, they're taking responsibility. They... They are, they are certainly making patches and promises, you know, patches and promises is going to be a book that I write one day, you know, I'm not going to argue with people who are unhappy with CD Projekt Red. It's just me personally. I have no problem. Oh, I mean to each, to each their own, to each their own. If, if you're, if you're enjoying your time, good for you. Good for you. I had a guy in here yesterday, just trying to convince me trying to convince me to go back and play Biomutant and really give it another chance. I'm like, brother, I played it for five hours. I wanted to punch my own face. How long has the disclaimer been up? Launch day or months later? I was within a couple of weeks, I think. It was within a couple of weeks because people wanted refunds. Microsoft didn't make the game. I don't think people should be mad at Microsoft. CD Projekt Red put out the crap. Right, right, right. <clears throat> it does fly in both directions. CD Projekt Red has been trying to own up to the mess, but if people are still buying it, isn't it on them? A well, a well-made retort, Plucky. A well-made retort. Yes. That's ultimately the point that Gilly was making. If you're buying that game in its third week, fourth week, and beyond, come on. It warns you about performance issues right there in big, bold letters. You're buying it after everything. What's the the star rating in the Microsoft Store? It's got to have a bad rating. Come on. It's got to have a bad rating. What, two or three stars? What do you do? Like, close your eyes when you buy a game. You're like... What do they need my credit card? Okay. I don't want to read reviews. Two or three stars doesn't matter to me. Oh, there's a disclaimer about performance. Yeah, I'll, that's fine. I'll take that. <clears throat> this went into the state. They were teasing it since 2013, though. I Listen, this is what happened. This is what happened. Scope creep happened is what happened. All right? Scope creep. So... This game fell into a terrible valley. And this dark valley is called The In-Between. The In-Between. Let me tell you a story about the valley of the In-Between. On one side, you have the old consoles barely limping by. Weak, shoddy, embarrassing. And on the other side, green pastures, stronger processors. It's beautiful and some games get lost in the in-between coming to a theater near you (laughs) like they get lost in the in-between 
they start to get scope creep. They're like, oh, it's going to be on PC. Oh, there's going to be new consoles. Oh, there's going to be this. And they get lost in the in-between. It's like, this this is the, uh, it, it, it basically fell away from the old platforms. The old platforms can't do what they wanted to do with the game. We're always in this weird valley, the valley of the in-between. It's like we're we're in between, we're in between the old consoles and the new consoles. You know, it's coffee story time with Lono. Today we drive we dive into the in-between. Yeah. And and listen, listen. Cyberpunk's not the only game falling into this problem, is it? Is it? Think about the debate we had the other day about about Horizon Forbidden West and frames per second. That game is dangling over a cliff of if they talk too much about how it runs on PS5, then all the people in old in old Consoleville are like, I don't want to buy Horizon Forbidden West. I don't want to buy it. No, it's not going to run very well on my old console. And Sony's thinking, oh my gosh, there are so many people with PS4s and PS4 Pros. We cannot do that. This is a sequel. This is a sequel. We need those people to buy the Horizon Zero Dawn sequel. And the saturation in the market, we're going to shoot ourselves in the foot. It's in the same precarious position. It could get, it could get lost in the in-between. If it gets lost in the in-between, I, you know, you're, you're, you're stuck. No Man's Sky Prism gameplay, just in case. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what we're, I don't know what to do, Creech. I don't know. I'm worried that search volume will be just, will be right on the front of that wave, potentially. It's a risk, but I don't know. We've been taking some risks lately and really learning some good stuff. Maybe just take it off the store the store for the Xbox One. I'm kind of off what happened to Biomutant. Just a very, very incomplete, not so great game, which, you know, it's made by a studio of 20 people. And so I try to be I try to be gentle in my criticism, but it's a freaking mess, man. I would uh, I wouldn't. I would watch either my review or um, or Skillup's review if you're curious about Biomutant. We're stuck in the valley in between new and old gen. Not fun. Yeah, dude. I'm telling you that that is what happened to Cyberpunk. They internally had scope creep. They were like, "Well, we can do this with the graphics on PC, and there's next gen. Let's start working on next gen." And what happened? What happened? They don't even have a next-gen version of the game right now. It's coming out. The next-gen version is coming out late this year. That's called scope creep. That's why they got told, crap or get off the pot. Like, we need this game to ship. We want to make money off of it. We're not waiting until 2021. You need to capitalize right now on market vacancy. 2020 creates all this market vacancy. Nothing is launching. Everything is getting delayed and shareholders saw green. They were like, do it. Push that game out. There's a market vacancy. We don't care about your scope creep. We don't care about next gen. We don't care about performance issues on old gen. Ship that son of a gun. And the irony, the irony of pressure coming from the same people that are now angry about stock value and share value going down, like, it's unbelievable. It's like 
It's like somebody rushing dinner and then being like, well, this is a mess. Of course it's a mess. I told you it was going to be ready at 7 and you rushed me because we have to be to the opera downtown by 8 and you rushed me and it's on the table at 6 and it's a disaster. The meat didn't have time to thaw properly. The salad's a mess. Nothing's freshly cut. It's a disaster. And you want to blame me? You rushed me. Of course it's a mess. Shut the frick up. Right? That's the conversation you would have. Well, it's got to be pretty frustrating to BCD Project Red and to be pressured. Oh, yeah, push this thing out. It's not ready. Push it out anyway. They push it out. Disaster. Gets ripped from the largest console saturation in the market. Gets ripped off that, that storefront. You guys understand how many PlayStations are in circulation, right? They ripped that off. That, oh my gosh, that's embarrassing. When When's the last time Sony kicked a game out of their store for, for this kind of a reason? And then, and then, the stockholders, the shareholders, whoever, these guys are like, oh, you gotta be kidding me. You better fix this. We're angry. We're upset. Oh, yeah. Funny how that works when you make us push out a game that isn't ready. Funny how that works, man. Um, no Man's Sky update has 463,000 searches this month. It's the second. What you're saying, we, we, we that's what we do. You about the No Man's Sky update? Yeah. Hired Gun might be getting kicked off the table today. We might be going over and checking that out today. I downloaded the big update for No Man's Sky this morning. Um... Well, they removed Cyberpunk from the PlayStation 4 because of the refund? Well, it's because of how poorly it performs. Hired gun on SNTR Gaming? Ah, it's too new to put over there. We were going to do a, vi- a viewer request over on gaming. Um, I mean, Gilly is saying, if you buy a crappy monitor with crappy reviews and a warning on the purchase page, don't be surprised, Pikachu face, when you get a crappy half-working monitor. And Eugene is responding, no one is saying people shouldn't be informed consumers. Stores should not carry defective products. Can't fathom how anyone will disagree with that. More than likely, Eugene, you and Gilly are having a, uh, a foundational definition break where you're defining it as a broken product. He's defining it as being um, crappy or, or poor quality. He's saying it's poor quality. You're saying it's broken. He's saying, yeah, the TV flickers and has some weird issues sometimes. You're saying, yeah, the TV's broken and won't turn on. They shouldn't be selling it. It's defective, right? And this is difficult because the measure of malfunction to determine if something is defective or broken is going to be different according to the user. It's subjective to the person. Someone might say... Oh yeah, Cyberpunk on those old consoles, it's broken, it's totally defective. It would be like selling a, a microwave that didn't turn on. Why would you do that? And then somebody else might say like, well, I mean, it works, it just doesn't heat the food up as good as it's supposed to. You know, it's supposed to take five minutes, well, you gotta set the timer for eight. It's not a very good microwave. It's crappy. 
I, you know what I mean? The game on consoles is is broken. That's the big question. You keep saying that, but like, I've not done enough due diligence, Eugene, to interact with what you're saying. That's why I'm just representing your position in Gillies, and I'm not really getting in the ring. I don't know enough to pick a side. You guys are both making good points. You're both making fair points. I, I, I tend to think, I tend to think, saying the game is completely and utterly broken on console might be, it might, it might be an overstatement. It might be. I'm not saying it is. It just might be an overstatement. Problematic, crappy, awful, embarrassing, yes to all those things. Broken and defective to the point that it's it's on Microsoft that they, they shouldn't even be selling it. I I don't know enough to go down that road with you. I don't. I don't. Um I'm saying it has searches in two days. I said we push until tomorrow. Search volume is low. 4K views and less your call. We're pushing either or until tomorrow. Yeah, you got to think though, creature. In four hours, at twelve thirty, the search volume on No Man's Sky Prisms is gonna go is gonna go way up because it's gonna start to trend. See, this isn't like Expeditions Two. We have a term. We have a search term. We have an announcement from No Man's Sky and if some of the gaming news places start using that search term that thing's gonna go whoop and we don't want to be a day behind I, I say we I say we I say we kick I, I you know what you know what we could always set private gun to private set it for 230 and then see what No Man's Sky looks like we could stream that for an hour and be like this is a bust or be like oh my gosh Either way, we, we're, we're in a decent spot, and we can just redirect the hired gun. We don't need to play No Man's Sky for very long to show off all the stuff anyway. It could be a pretty short stream. It could literally be one hour. There's no new expedition. So I would set hired gun to private. I would set it to private uh, and change its schedule to 2.30, and then just we, we need a No Man's Sky... We need a No Man's Sky scheduled stream for 12.30. Car has 13,000 recalls, but other than that, it's a great vehicle. (laughs) You guys are trying to normalize broken products. I disagree. You should not be able to release a broken game just because it barely works properly. I agree with what Sarge is saying, but the challenge there is at what, at what point, where's, where is the, where's the bar, right? And I think you would agree with this, Sarge. The bar can't be perfect no problems no bugs that can't be the bar we know that's unreasonable so then where does the bar come how far does the bar come down right do we create a category of bugs and glitches and say these are within the realm of reality this is going to happen okay and then there's another category of game breaking okay a bug and a glitch is like, oh, that NPC fell through the map or the wall, or there was some weird clipping there. Oh, I got a little bit of a frame hitch. Okay, those are bugs and glitches. But over here, it's like, that's game breaking, right? You have to create your categories. 
Because I don't know if you could ever say, oh, they should, ne- no one should be allowed to release a game with, with any problems or any bugs. Like that, we all know. Anybody, unless they're just a, a video game Karen, everybody's going to be like, well, yeah, games are going to have issues sometimes. Like they just are. Un- unknown things are going to happen. There's going to be bugs and glitches. Bugs and glitches are going to happen. It's like having a, a percentage of fail rate on something, right? You ship a million, and this is why the, the Microsoft's being sued for the stick drift on their, on their controllers. That's not like a percentage of fail rate. It's not like they shipped two million controllers and a thousand were broken. It's you shipped two million controllers and basically all of them have stick drift almost immediately. Like, what is this? Read the patch notes so far and tell me the game wasn't broken. I just wonder if it's as easy as you're making it, Eugene. Right? I'm not making excuses, but I wonder if Microsoft stared down this gun and they were like, are you freaking kidding me? What the heck did you guys do here? Like, it's one thing to be like, hey, can you get Charlie? Yeah, hey, Charlie. You gotta go take that off the shelves. Yeah, the printers are blowing up. Yeah, get them off the shelves. We're not allowed to sell them. And Charlie runs out to the sales floor and he he takes off, you know, 20 boxes or something and he takes them back to the warehouse so people can't order them. Microsoft might be like, are you kidding me? Taking this off the storefront is not as easy as pushing a couple of buttons. There are people that own the game, need the game to be continued to support it and patched. We went through certification. We've got all these pending orders. We've got pre-orders. We've got people that have bought the game and they haven't downloaded it yet. What do we do? Like, we can't do this. We can't yank it off our storefront. What the frick did you do? Right? I'm not making excuses. I'm just saying it might not be as simple as Microsoft being like, well, the game's bad. Naughty CD Project Red. Boom. And they just shove it off the storefront. Best move is what PlayStation did. Pull the game. That's what our poll is about. Take our poll chat. Let's see how many votes we have. Let's see how many votes we have. 143 votes. Let's let's get this up on the big screen so you guys can see it. All right. Let's get this up. You guys see that? You guys see that thumbnail? Look at that thumbnail. That is such a good thumbnail. I'm like, what the frick? Like, that face, that face right there is the, what the frick face? That That's a great thumbnail. Anyways. Um, all right, let's take a look here. Take our poll chat. Take our poll. All right. Should Microsoft remove Cyberpunk 2077 from the store? Should Microsoft remove it from the Xbox store given the performance issues? Yes or no? Get over there and vote and leave a comment. Get over there. Uh, We're debating that right now. There are people in chat that are like, game is broken. Get it out of the storefront. Microsoft shouldn't be selling it. They should pull, just like Sony. There are people that are like, oh, come on. It's not as bad. It's it's buggy. It's glitchy, but it's not broken beyond repair. It's not as defective as people are saying. It's okay. There's plenty of warning. There's bad reviews. Microsoft gives you an actual, um, you know, a disclaimer a disclaimer on the product before you even buy it. Did you enjoy ESO? Ah, oh, I did, Taylor. <laughs> I did. Jumping into ESO is so easy as a new player. They have streamlined the funnel at the beginning. Mwah. Like, if you want the archetype, the paragon for how to take a large game and to get a new player into it, Elder Scrolls Online does it, and they do it exceptionally well. That opener was 
It is, it's perfect. It is video game beauty. It is developers sitting around and saying, how do we fix this? We've got a game that's been going for four, five, six years. What do we do if a new player comes in? And man, they came up with a great solution. It's like watching Ocean's Eleven, right? And they come up with this crack squad plan to, 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 to fix this issue or steal the money or whatever. Man, they came up with it. It's excellent. You know what's so sad? I can't play that game. The viewer support just won't be there. The game's too old. They, all of the, the Elder Scrolls Online community is never going to give me the time of day. They're just not. Our viewership yesterday was the total view count on that video for a brand new DLC in such a large game. Total view count on that video yesterday should have been four or 5,000 views without breaking a sweat. That should have been easy. Whoop. And it barely, it barely got over 1K. It just struggled because it was mostly you guys. It, it would be like, I made the analogy, it would be like going on the purple platform go over on the purple platform as a new player uh, and, 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 and play Destiny when a DLC lands you're not going to get any traction, why? that community has established who they like to watch Elder Scrolls Online community has likely done the exact same thing so, I was so bummed, because I was like, oh this is so good, it's so well designed, I'm having such a good time, so let's refresh the poll here uh, there we go, almost 200 votes, almost 200 votes If you guys haven't weighed in, 61% of you are saying, yes, get it out. Microsoft should remove it. 39%. So we got a 60-40 split here on the poll. 60-40 split on the poll. When it comes to deciding if games are broken, I compare it to Skyrim as that is a buggy mess of a game, but it's still a good game that was playable. Um, Fallout 4. Y'all remember that? Y'all remember that game? Y'all remember Fallout 4? Hey, somebody ordered some coffee like a half an hour ago. I didn't call it out. AC War or Aquar. Thank you for ordering some coffee. If you guys are new, if you guys are new and you're enjoying the show right now, all right, do me a favor. We want to earn your sub. Hit that subscribe button. Hit the bell button. We're having a great conversation and a great day. Smash the like button. Uh, let's check the like count. Oh, we could hit 400 likes right now. There's 40 people who haven't pressed like yet. I know it. I know you're here. If you're new, chime in and say something in the chat. We love to hear from you. We love to have this back and forth. This is what we do. It's a debate. This is a safe for work show, by the way. Monday through Friday, the morning show. People treat me like video game radio. They throw me on in the background. Apparently, I've got a voice and a face for radio, so you can throw me on. We do gameplay in the afternoon. I, it sounds like we're going to be checking out the No Man's Sky Prisms update this afternoon here on this channel. Hired Gun is getting is getting put on a quasi hold. It might still happen today. It might not. Um, so, if you enjoy this kind of content, both. Uh, podcast talk show oriented content as well as gameplay be sure to hit subscribe and then all the ways to support and engage are listed right here next to me discord you can tip follow me on twitter buy merch the shirt that I'm wearing is from a partner 80s tees order coffee become a member all sorts of ways to support the channel what about fallout 76 it was so bad it did not get pulled so why should 2077 get pulled yeah fallout 76 yeah no, Fallout 4 was very buggy at launch. J. Murph, I wasn't mistaken when I said what I said. Fallout 4? 
it, it became a meme machine. It had so many glitches and bugs. Don't you remember how bad Fallout 4 was at launch? Now, 76 was worse. 76 was worse. And you're right. They didn't pull that from any of the stores. You guys make a good point. You make a good point. Both Skyrim and Fallout 4 were fixed by the fans years after. They were never fixed by Bethesda. So taking the game off the store is the only way for developers to care about their own product. If at this point it's still crashing and needs to be removed, says David. My point was that the people will do what they want regardless of potential consequence, and sometimes the company has to do the right thing. Fallout 76 was more a bad game than a mess. It had bugs, but the lack of content was the major factor. Mike says, I think, something similar. It was bad, but I feel like the bugs are bad, but downright not hardly running is worst. What aboutism? Yeah, yeah, Eugene. I know, I know. The reason we're getting lost in what aboutism, Eugene, is there is no clear category for what you're asserting. You're a smart guy. You know that your premise leans on a definition that doesn't exist. It's your definition. Eugene's premise, if we break it down logically, his premise is broken and defective products should not be sold. That's his premise. Broken and or defective products should not be sold. That's his premise. Sounds like a great premise. I don't think anybody would really argue with that, right? You can buy a TV, a microwave, or a car. It better not be broken or defective. And consumers should be protected. Okay. Now, you gotta press pause though. Because his premise is essentially okay, then going to the next stage. Cyberpunk 2077 is broken and defective. Therefore, so so premise supporting assertion. I forget the next part. I'm, I'm, I'm forgetting my logic. So you got your premise. You got your supporting assertion. Conclusion. Cyberpunk 77 should not be sold in stores. It should not be in the Microsoft store. Now, when you take his logical argument, there's no inconsistencies in it. However, you got to go all the way back down to his premise and say, well, how do you define broken and defective in the video game world? Who gets to define that? Who? What degree? Like, what degree of brokenness or defectiveness is allowed within the scope of fail rate? Within the scope of software has bugs and glitches? Like, what what's the percentage what's the what's the severity factor what's the severity factor because if it's loading up and playing and playing poorly if it won't even load if it's constantly crashing if you can't make any progress if it deletes your save if it deletes your inventory outriders like how how far can a game be damaged before you're like yep broken and defective get it out of here common sense says no degree is acceptable no common sense says the opposite because we're dealing with software software has bugs glitches problems things need to be patched common sense says the alternative to what you're claiming I mean again that's my assertion and my opinion but like I would say common sense has to allow for a certain percentage of fail rate in hardware products and a certain percentage of bugs and fail rate in software products like there's just a percentage of things that are going to happen in this world you ship a million microwaves a percentage of them will fail out of the box 
Soldering got knocked loose in transit. Something wasn't put together properly on the supply line. A piece on the inside is defective. There's a percentage of fail rate in hardware, like, manufactured items. There is a percentage of problems, bugs, glitches, and issues in software, in video games. It's just, it's, this is reality. Now, Eugene is saying, just go read what they have patched. If we can't draw a line with Cyberpunk, there is no line. He is saying, and I think this is a pretty decent argument, if I'm choosing sides here, because I haven't played the game, if I'm choosing sides here, Eugene is saying, look at how many things they've had to fix. How is that not a broken and defective product? What are you talking? Look at the list. That means it shipped with all those problems. It shipped with all those problems. That's not buggy. That's broken. That's ultimately his argument. If I'm speaking for him, that's his argument. They have a a CVS-sized list receipt of like, here's all the things we've had to fix, which means it shipped with those problems. Now, for Eugene, Eugene's taking that as supporting evidence to his premise. His premise is faulty and defective products should not be sold in a storefront. So... He has to make the case. He's like, Your Honor, Exhibit A through ZZ75, all these pieces of evidence point to the fact that this game shipped in a broken and defective state. So he's making the case. So you'd have to go through and come over that and say, these are all within the scope of acceptable bugs, glitches, or potential problems in a shipped game to be the antithesis to his claim if his claim is game is broken and defective you have to claim it's not broken and defective it's simply buggy or runs poorly which means i actually think you have the harder position right now i do I think you have a harder position to defend. If you look at the laundry list of things they've patched, you look at the fact that people wanted refunds so quickly, you look at the fact that Sony ripped the dadgum game off their platform and hasn't put it back on yet, it's, 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 I think it's harder. It's harder, I think, to make the case that it's not a broken and defective product. Now, is it one now? Is it a broken and defective product now? Well... That depends. Have they fixed enough? You know? Have they fixed enough? That'd be the question. Uh, For May, I got to request the remade Thief game. Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. I got you, Gilly. I got you, Gilly. Like I said, I will make it right. Um, Create a blank live stream. I'll finish. All right, give me one second. We might even have a No Man's Sky one that I could use. Um that would give us uh, go live uh, schedule a stream I might be able to go back far enough to when we covered something No Man's Sky so at least the game would be set properly here we go reuse these settings uh, private what's today I'll set it for 1230 12.30 enable monetization so today June 2nd at 12.30 No Man's Sky category private create alright there you go there you go Creech 
to be honest, we're discussing this as an either-or situation, but it's really an and situation, says Legend. Take it off the store, and no one with sense would now be wanting to purchase it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um... Also, uh, creature, let's leave it private. I'll unprivate it after twelve thirty. Let's not blow people up with the thirty minutes today. Let's keep it private. I think that's why ESO. When we went live yesterday with ESO, we lost so many subs. I think people got sick of the the the, the noties. We gotta be careful with noties when we're doing multi streams, multiple streams. Um. Thank you guys. Thank you guys. We've gotten some new subs today. We appreciate the new folks joining the channel. If you're enjoying this debate and the liveliness, this is what we do, man. It's a great time, great stream, great turnout today, guys. Thank you so much for being here. We're getting a 25% suggested and we're getting like a 4% on search. So that means about 30% of the people that have found this video today have done so because they saw the video in a search result or suggested. If you landed here, we appreciate you being here. We are debating it. Take our poll right now. We want to hear from you. We love to hear from the audience. Cyberpunk 2077, should Microsoft remove it from the Xbox store given the performance issues? Go ahead and weigh in. <clears throat> Amazing to be here. Thank you, Reaper. You guys always bring the, the... This has been one of our better debates, I feel. Uh, we all agree it never should have been launched in the state that it is, and it should not be selling in the state that it is. Misery, I think, making a, a, as a solid point for Team Remove It. Misery is basically saying, <clears throat> if you accept the premise that the game launched before it should have, should you not then also arrive at the conclusion that it shouldn't be being sold right now? That's that's very simplistic way of arguing what Eugene's been trying to argue. I- essentially, do you agree the game launched before it should have? It's not ready. Right? If you agree with that, then it shouldn't really be being sold, should it? Like, it's kind of hard. Like, we are, uh, that's a false dichotomy a little bit, right? It's a, it's a bit of a false dichotomy. We're kind of trying to paint you into a corner, like, to get you to agree. But it does. It seems like, my gosh. Like, they don't even have a next-gen re- version ready? There's going to be a next-gen version later this year? What <laughs> what happened? What what happened? 250 votes. It's a 60-40 split. More people agreeing that it should be taken out of the store. More people are agreeing. Angry Reaper says, I don't think it's broken, so I don't think it would be taken off the store, plain and simple. <sighs> Very true. We preface the discussion with that. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, they listen, this is part of my, this is part of my, my, my little, uh, my six-minute segment we'll be recording later. They're getting it from both ends, man. They don't even have the next-gen version ready right now. Next-gen version is slated for later this year. They don't even have a next-gen version. I'm not debating taking it off. I just don't think Microsoft should be the ones to do it. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying, old soul. You're, it's on CD Projekt Red to request it to be taken down. Just because the game isn't ready doesn't mean it's not playable. I I know, Gilly. It's a bit of a false dichotomy. Like I said, it's not an either-or. 
Is it ready for launch? No. Oh, well, then it's broken. That's a false dichotomy. It, it is. It is. It, it, there's some simple logic to what the claim, what, what Misery said. Eh, it's not ready. If it was supposed to launch later 2021, end of 2021, it launches a year early. Uh, maybe it shouldn't even be for sale then, right? It's simple logic, but it does rest on a false dichotomy. Let's go back to the No Man's Sky situation. At launch, broken, later on delivered and exceeded. Oh, I disagree with you. No Man's Sky was not broken at launch. It was shallow and empty, but it wasn't broken. No Man's Sky ran just fine when it came out. What are you talking about? There was just nothing there. We were we were promised we were promised the you know the stars, and we were given a you know a a museum. It was like this is not really what we were promised, is it? I thought No Man's Sky delivered a fully functional technical marvel. But man, oh man, there was nothing to do. It was boring, you know. It was, it was, it didn't really, it didn't really deliver. But it wasn't broken. <clears throat> That's why I said we need categories here. There are categories of disappointing, boring, shallow, right? There is, uh, there's a very recent game we can use as an example. Biomutant. It's not broken. It had some bugs. It had some weird things in it, but it's not broken. It's just an Olympic-sized pool with jello in it. It just doesn't even make any sense. It's not an Olympic-sized pool with two inches of water. It's an Olympic-sized pool with two inches of jello. You're like, what is this? Why, wh- huh? Not only does it lack substance and depth, it kind of doesn't make sense. You've kind of put the wrong things in the wrong places. What is this? And yet, you could say, well, it's it's not broken. It is. It's not broken. Is it a false dichotomy given the string of games that clearly weren't ready and were broken? It seems accurate. No, no, it's a false dichotomy. Because if a game launches too early, it doesn't mean it's broken. No Man's Sky launched too early. If they would have been able to delay No Man's Sky by six to nine months, it would have been a significantly different game at launch. But it wasn't broken. It just it just launched too early, right? I'm fairly certain Microsoft's requirement to define a game as broken would be the game not being able to start. <laughs> yeah, you can't even get into it. They're like, well, it looks good on your on your homepage, doesn't it? I mean, come on, it's decorative. <laughs> it's decorative you know <laughs> yeah no man's sky crashed all the time when it were released <clears throat> I mean I didn't have any issues crashing I don't remember seeing any 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 reports of uh, of big crashes and things with no man's sky I don't remember that good to see you gritter I see you in chat taking that poll. No Man's Sky promised the universe and delivered a planet. <laughs> Except the fact that you don't see launches going bad enough for the game to be pulled from one of the console stores until this even without crappy those games have been recently. Nintendo Direct has been officially announced. Nintendo America has tweeted. Nintendo at E3 2021, 6.15, 9am Pacific. That's a Tuesday. 9 a.m. Pacific time, so that's that's good for us. That's usually when we're switching. 
Tune in for Nintendo Direct with roughly 40 minutes of info focused exclusively on Nintendo Switch software, mostly releasing in 2021, followed by around three hours of gameplay in the Nintendo Treehouse. Okay. 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 Sounds good. Um. I play uh, Cyberpunk on PS5. It runs fine. Uh, it's fun to play, but I can't speak for old gen. But if you take it off the store, then the people in the new gen can't get it, and it works on those consoles. That could be part of the problem, right? How do you support a game? Like, isn't that an issue? Isn't it kind of a catch-22? 20, so there's people who bought that game they were in chat this morning there were people in chat this morning that were like I played on old gen it's a little it's a little glitchy but I it's fine all those patches that CD Projekt Red have been shoveling out guess what that consumer wouldn't get those patches because I don't think that's how I don't think could, did they get them anyways even if it's been ripped from the store they still make discs true if you have that game installed right now on Sony, do you get the patches and the updates? I don't know if Microsoft's infrastructure is different. Maybe once it's ripped from the store, you can't get updates anymore. Because how do they how do they push out the update? It's not like it's not like Steam. Yes, I get them on Sony. Okay, so you do get them on Sony. I'd be curious if the same is true of Microsoft. Can a game on the Microsoft platform? continue to get patches if it's if it's no longer in the store. I suppose they, there's probably a way for them to just leave it in the store, but turn off the ability to purchase it. Microsoft could have done that as well. Well, it's still in the store, so we can support the existing consumers and push out patches and updates, but we're disabling the purchase button. I mean, there's there's got to be a way for them to do that. That's not that difficult. I mean, frick's sake, I can, I can set videos to private. I'm sure they could set a video, uh, 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 <laughs> uh, an item in their storefront to private, you know. <clears throat> they should have just bit the bullet and delayed the Cyberpunk release. Uh, announce it will no longer be available on PS4 and focus on getting ready for next gen. <clears throat> well, and, you know, it's when... That's the dilemma. That's the dilemma and the contradiction, isn't there? Uh, Max Level Dad with a $10 tip says, Looking pretty fit over there, Lono. How long was I gone? I appreciate you noticing that. Thank you, Max Level Dad, for the $10. Um, I have lost about 10 pounds. I changed my diet. I ride my bike every morning. Um, My blood pressure has been below 120. I was in the 130 range, which is considered um, you're you're on the edge. Right, 130 to 140 isn't necessarily life-threatening, but it's not good for you. And I was in that spectrum. I'm now 120 and below. Like, I think the lowest I've been is like 112. So my blood pressure's way down. I've lost weight. I trimmed my beard. My face doesn't look as swollen. Um, I feel good. Things are, uh, things are looking up, man. Things are looking up. We've, we've really turned some good corners personally I have you know with me and my wife and therapy and the business it's been good it's been good and um, 
we are we're, we're like 17 days away from it being one year since I got quote unquote canceled so it's a nice giant middle finger to everybody who tried to ruin me <laughs> it's a nice smiling mirth filled home furniture in my living room and a nice middle finger to everybody who tried to ruin me <laughs> cyberpunk was already delayed they should have just delayed it a year not by a few months I can't fathom right I can't fathom them saying we don't even have a next gen version ready and it runs like hot garbage on old gen and being like that's fine ship it what did you just say it doesn't we don't have a next gen version ready and it runs bad on the old consoles and you want us to ship it so people with really strong PCs will enjoy it and everybody else is SOL what it runs fine on PS5 it's not even a next gen version you're you're playing an infi- you're playing something that's not it's not even finished what are you doing there there are there are next gen updates for God of War Days Gone Ghost of Tsushima The Last of Us 2 Spider-Man and you're playing some inferior game Furniture in the living room and a pallet in the garage. Things are going good. Hey, hey, <laughs> you're right. We have a pallet in the garage. We don't know what to do with it. We think we're going to do like a curb alert and <laughs> just let people from Reddit come and take it. You know, there's those guys with like the truck and, you know, we'll we'll let them come by. Here you go. Thanks. What are you going to do with that? I'm working on a project. Great. Great. <laughs> Enjoy, enjoy the palette. It's kind of busted. <laughs> Any other industry palettes are good for firewood. We don't do the fire pit enough. I'd be, I'd have to be doing a fire pit every night to burn through this palette, and I got another one on the way. So, what did Loot say? Loot's a long time homie, and I want to read what he said. Loot says several games did that last gen with Dying Light and Mortal Kombat getting PS3 and 360 versions cancelled. Oh. There you go. Do you want to know why they couldn't do this this time, Loot? The PlayStation 4. <laughs> the, the, I'm telling you. The, play, the PlayStation 4. There's too many of them. The saturation of the PlayStation 4, it was like, what in the heck are we going to do? There's too many of them. We can't cancel a game on that platform. That's why Horizon Forbidden West is being debuted and showed off at 30 FPS, because they needed to run like that and look like that on the PS4, because that's where the bulk of their sales is going to come from. A pallet will go up in an hour. They don't burn long. Somebody's saying they're treated. Don't burn pallet wood. The wood is pressure treated. Yeah. Nintendo Switch has now sold more since its launch. Am I getting the full tweet there? Nintendo Switch has now sold more than 20 million units in Japan since its launch. Here are the NB of weeks needed to reach this milestone for the five consoles sold more than 20 million in Japan. Switch is the second fastest console to reach 20 million behind the Nintendo DS. Gee, many freaking Christmas. My gosh. What a what a monster. What an absolute monster, dude. Nintendo, man. Everybody makes fun of Nintendo. And they're just like, 
You can keep making fun of us, that's fine. <laughs> we have so much hardware in circulation. We have so much hardware in circulation. The Nintendo DS and the Nintendo Switch. You can make fun of us all you want. Our little cutesy pie games make billions of dollars. Nintendo's that tortoise? Yeah. Don't burn it, use it if you can. We'll just do a curb alert. There are plenty of there are plenty of places in town that could use it for something. Art project, whatever. Um so yeah I'm not sure if Sony removed Cyberpunk because it's broken or because of the refund drama that happened they're related but I wonder what the main reason was it's probably a both and it was like you know what you launch a bad product and then you go out there and start promising refunds okay okay yeah alright you're, you're not in our store anymore yeah it's two that's two. That's two strikes. You're out. <laughs> the product's garbage on our old console. Do you know how many Sony PS4s? Like, Sony was probably like, are you freaking kidding me? Are you freaking kidding me? It runs It runs this bad? It runs this bad? And, uh, and now you're out there telling people they can get refunds? Do you know what you just did to us? Excuse me? Like, you're out of here. You're not in our storefront anymore. You just got kicked from the from the big leagues. Get out. <laughs> we are we are the the single greatest saturated console of this generation and you, and and that's the game you want to freaking play? Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sony Sony dropped the bat on him. They were like, "No. Get out of here." No. Sony also hates crossplay. They, like any good company, love money. <laughs> they love money. And their money was threatened. So they said, well, you can leave. <laughs> you can get out. You know, all right, you two out the door, true to, <laughs> to door the way you came. Get out. <laughs> What's he call him? He calls him in, uh, in It's a Wonderful Life. All right, you two pixies out the door, true the way you came. I forget the way he says it. <laughs> and you know, that's a funny thing you calling me. He like gets mad at him for knowing his name. Isn't the onus of the devs to use the developer versions of the consoles to validate that the game runs up to their standards? I'm curious what that entails. Like, what are they? Is it like a benchmark test? Is it a crashing test? Like, what do they do? What do they do? That's that's the real question. Would they have even known? It's not their job to play the game for 18 hours and be like, good! <laughs> it's good to go, boss! Ship it! That's not their job. What what level of testing do they do? I would actually be curious about that process, personally. You know. Problem starts with the heads of CD Projekt Red not giving a crap and just pushing the game out for money instead of waiting. Well, here's the thing. Yeah, that's Lono's job. That's what I do. Yeah, I do that for you guys. Let's refresh the poll. If you haven't taken our poll yet, we are certainly having a lively debate today. Almost 300 votes. Should Microsoft remove Cyberpunk 2077 from the Xbox Store, given all the performance issues? Should it be removed, right? 
Can I have that job, please? You wouldn't like it. <clears throat> game testing is sold as like, get paid to play video games. And it's like, yeah, you're going to run through the same level 85,000 times of like pixie cupcake thrower. And then you're going to want to, you're going to, you're going to want to break the controller in half. You're like, I'm so sick of this dadgum game. You're not playing video games and having fun. You're playing games and rerunning every square possible, you know, interaction with a rock on, a, on some part of the map. You know, what if you stand on it? What if you crouch on it? What if you run on it? What if you run and jump towards it? What if you run and jump and land on it? What if you run past it? What if you trip on it? No, you would not. (laughs) You wouldn't like it. It sounds great. It sounds great, right? You know, it's kind of like Tom Sawyer tricking those boys into into painting the fence for him. It's like, you you get to play video games. Like, that sounds awesome. Then you sit down and you're like, this is not what I thought it was going to be. (laughs) <laughs> you get to play games until they completely lose context and they no longer feel like a game yeah 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 yeah. stopping by to drop the like yo what's good casual Craig thank you for the stop by guys if you're here today and you're having a good time show some appreciation for the live show hit the like button and uh, give me give me a subscription you know I want to earn your subscription I feel that I do that with a very uh, interactive show a safer work show you know People treat me like radio. They've listened to me for four hours every morning. You don't got to worry about the language I'm going to use. We do gameplay in the afternoons. If you feel like supporting the channel, there's a variety of ways to do that with all the commands that run across the bottom of the screen here. I tested payroll software. The amount of test cases video games have, I don't even want to think about. It's terrifying. Well, you would be given a bracket of test cases. You're in level 1-2, and you have to test screens 1 through 16. And every screen needs to be tested in the following ways. And you would be like, oh my, what in the actual, why? It's not, you're not playing the game. You're testing each individual screen for, you would run through a series of things. Jump on every ledge. Fall off every ledge. Fall in the hole from this side. Fall in the hole from that side. Kill the enemy. Kill the enemy with this weapon. From this angle. Kill the enemy with this weapon from that angle. Let the enemy hit you. Like, oh my lands. You would you would not like it. You wouldn't. <laughs> uh, no, Jim, seriously. You see what happens if someone's middle name is Drop Table. <laughs> uh, it's like repeating a word over and over until it no longer sounds like the word. You know, it's funny. In designing thumbnails for YouTube, that happens. I'll, I'll get the thumbnail set, and I'll like I'll be looking at it so long, I'm like, is that what the word looks like? That happened the other day with Super. We were covering Unreal Engine 5 Super Resolution. And it got to the point where I was like, is that right? Is that Super? It doesn't look like Super. It looks like something else. Super. Super. Su- su- super. Supper. Super. I was like, it doesn't look right. Even new costumes need lots of quality assurance so that they don't glitch out like hunter capes. <laughs> yeah, or Aloy's hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing worse than when you put on your new outfit in a game and you're in a cutscene and it's like this. It's like. You're like, why? Well, I don't understand. What's the problem? And like the collar of your cool new coats like coming through your face. You're like, we need to take this very serious mission very seriously. This is a very serious situation. I'm serious. Seriously. This is so serious. And your freaking costumes like coming through your face. 
<laughs> you're like, oh, come on, I look terrible. Why is it doing that? <laughs> you're like, oh, it's Jack, it looks amazing, dude. Oh, it's awesome. I'm going to look so, t- I look like an idiot. <laughs> I look like an idiot. <laughs> video game problems, dude. Those video game problems. Hey, nobody push the like button. We need 50 likes for 500. Come on. I know you're here. I know you haven't pushed it yet. No one's going to, no one, I'm, I'm not going to call you out. Come on. Ever since Transmog was released, the Hunter Capes have been out of hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't know. <laughs> I wouldn't know. A AAA multi billion dollar company unjustly banned me from their game. Because <laughs> they have morals and integrity and they're honest and trustworthy. Or your caps billowing in the wind of a Cat 5 hurricane in a small room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody needs to turn that into a meme. You know, in Avengers, when he's like, does your hair always move like that? And, and like, Doctor Strange's hair is just, like, blowing in the wind, you know? It's like, when, you're, when your character looks strange in a cutscene, like, that's it. It's like, why is your hair moving? What is going on? We're in a building. <laughs> we're, we're in a building. What is happening? Uh. Hmm. I really miss playing cat. Miss playing catch since you lost your arm. There you go, Zubair. There you go. Great conversation today. Thank you, Dominic. I appreciate it. Uh, I have my sights set on a hundred k, a hundred k, hundred k sub channel, and I'll be able to be like, yeah, you guys remember? You guys remember Destiny? You guys remember what they did? Oh, that's great. That's great. My footprint's not going to stop growing, and uh, you guys thought that was a good move. Okay. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. No Man's Sky Prisms gameplay. No, it's good. It's good. I'm just teasing you. That's actually kind of hot. It's actually kind of hot. I'm wearing off on you. I'm wearing off on you. You see your original thumbnail? And then your thumbnail's now been Lonoified. It's like, presence. And people are like, oh my gosh, final click. You know, creature thumbnails. He's like, hey guys, no man, no man's guy. No prisms gameplay. And then Lono comes in with his thumbnail. It's like, presence. <laughs> I have, I've, I've affected, I've infected you. You're making the thumbnails like I make them. I want that text beating somebody in the eyeballs. Like, Wham! You, you're gonna see my thumbnail. You will see it. <laughs> uh, I just loaded it so you wouldn't complain. I, I mean, hey, hey, we're that's a healthy relationship. <laughs> that's a healthy relationship. You know, married men know. They know. Man, you did such a good job cleaning this up. Yeah, I just did it so you wouldn't complain. What was that? Oh, I just wanted to make your day better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you just like mumble under your breath you're like yeah so if I wouldn't have done that I would have heard about it wouldn't I what was that uh, just, just trying to make you smile babe <laughs> just trying to make you smile <clears throat> I invite people to watch you bully them to watch listen do you want me to be a YouTuber or not like which is it okay we got your clickbait we got the obnoxiously large text 
I'm starting to make faces for my thumbnails, you know, like, like, come on, we're getting there. We're getting there. Prisms is an update to No Man's Sky. Yeah, we'll be checking it out today. 100% right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Hex knows. Hex knows. Uh, it was crap that happened, but it just made you into a gaming radio show that I listen to every day, even better than the real radio. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The I'm concerned shorts. Hey, hey, don't you start making fun of my shorts. Listen, listen, it, it works. Okay. I was doing shorts where it was like, I'm vague statement, you know, oh, or yesterday was here we go again. And I decided I was like, all right, all right, fine. I'll be a little less clickbait, you babies. And I went, here we go again with Cyberpunk 2077. And it got a a fraction of the click rate on the tweet, and it got a fraction of the click rate at the start. So no, no, you failed the test, so you don't get any information out. You get vague, weird statements and weird thumbnails. And you know what? You're not going to be able to resist. You won't be able to resist. You'll click. You will click. Uh, Sorry, we're not supposed to talk like this. I'm sorry. You guys weren't supposed to see that. We're we're back. So, Cyberpunk 2077, and all of them, should it be? (laughs) You guys failed. You failed the test. So I took Cyberpunk out of the title last night. And do you want to know what happened? The video did better afterwards. You underestimate my power. <laughs> you underestimate my power. I was like, okay, fine. Fine. You whiners. I'll put a little bit more in the title. And then it did terrible. So frick all that noise. We're back to clickbait. <laughs> I'm getting what I deserve. I jumped on the clickbait titles. It works. Listen, people don't do it because they think it's cute. They do it because it works. And then when you give in to the naysayers, you're like, all right, fine, fine, fine. And I put cyberpunk in the title. So you knew the short was about cyberpunk. A bunch of you people didn't click. So you're the reason. You're the reason. <laughs> like give us more right give us more information lono in the title come on don't clickbait us you failed it's your fault it's your fault you get clickbait (laughs) top 10 reasons i'll never use clickbait you won't believe number seven (laughs) listen i do tasteful clickbait you click it works, but I talk about what's in the thumbnail on the title. Like, we are talking about Cyberpunk getting removed from the Xbox store. That's what we're talking about. It's a debate. It's a poll. It's there. It's there. Right there. We're doing it. I do tasteful clickbait, you know? Now, Lono, so long as you aren't telling me the Diablo weapon is a must-have and it turns out to be mediocre. Oh, I, yeah, that's I'm not interested in that kind of content. Oh, my gosh. That's my favorite. Uh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the Destiny, the Destiny community. <laughs> Fate bringer, PvP god. And then you watch the video and you're like, no, it's not. I clicked though. <laughs> I clicked. 
I mean, I didn't click. I don't watch any of those yahoos. But, but, you, you clicked. You did. You fall for it every time. <laughs> you can't resist the urge. You're like, what if it is? I'll never know if I don't watch the video. You know, I'll never know if I don't, I don't take the weapon and try it out for an hour in a crucible and know that this is freaking clickbait. <laughs> Which is easier? Test the weapon for an hour or watch this 10 minute clickbait? I mean, it's easier to watch the freaking 10 minute clickbait. <laughs> <laughs> really that's what it comes down to you admit it admit it you're like well I could test the web myself probably take an hour I'm not very good eh well I'll just watch this clickbait garbage and you're like yeah that's what I thought it's not a very good weapon <laughs> it's, it's what I thought <laughs> uh, if you get the notifications on mobile it's not clickbait the video tags show you the subject line before click it, clicking yeah, that's, that's true, too. That's true, too. I'll admit it. When I saw it was about 2077, I didn't click, but I would have it. It was just the latter title. You see, Cardock Ren? That's what I'm saying. Here we go again, dot, dot, dot. You would have clicked. Oh, I can spare Lono a minute. What's he talking about? Here we go again. What's going on? And you'd have clicked. Oh, Cyberpunk 2077. And you know what? You wouldn't have been mad at me. You're like, oh, it's a minute of my time. Who gives a frick? But if I give you the out psychologically, if I give you the out to be like, ah, it's cyberpunk. You won't click. I shouldn't be explaining any of this to you, by the way. <laughs> these are these are tips of the trade. The title's bad now. We'll see if it's get better. Right now, the best title is just, well, then, then run it. Look at, look at today's title. Cyberpunk 2077 new update. What the frick kind of title is that? It had the best keyword research on it. Sometimes titles are weird. Have you ever actually read titles on some of these videos? Like, what in the heck? What is this? What's going on? It's like, I got 60 kills with it. It'll make you a god. <laughs> That's right. All right, let's refresh the poll results. Let's see. I saw here we go again. I thought it was more BS with the investigation. I have just got all I've got to do now. I have one apology transcribed. We got to get the lawyer thing transcribed, and then I just want to I just want to wash my hands of it and just let it torpedo the people that deserve to be torpedoed, and then move on. Um, <laughs> sleep well. Uh, but first, let's talk about raid shadow. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Guys, I can't wait to tell you about this amazing gun. So, so good. But before I do, thank you so much, Raid Shadow Legends, for sponsoring this video. (laughs) And thank you, Satan, to whom I've sold my soul to. (laughs) The check was a little burnt, but the bank took it. (laughs) <laughs> oh, oh man! It's true though. It's so true. It's just so true. You know, they're gonna burn. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. Stop. That's come on. That's enough. That's it's, come on. That's too far. That's too far, chat. That's too far. 
<laughs> what was that movie where the old lady was like, the baby's going to burn? And they're like, what did you say? I said, your baby's going to burn. <laughs> and she like jumps on the ceiling. Oh, man. That trailer was meant to be scary. And I, I literally laughed out loud. <laughs> I absolutely did. I cackled. I was like, <laughs> like that old lady. What's going on? The top 10 deals I made with Satan. You won't believe number seven. Yeah, was that Legion? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I cackled. I belly laughed at that trailer. I was like, I know what they were going for, but dadgummit, that was funny. You guys want to see that one again? Let's rewind that. <laughs> Let's rewind that. Well, <laughs> let's, uh, can somebody auto-tune this, please? This is great. This is good stuff. It's going to be like that level of Doom Eternal where all the souls are trapped suffering. <laughs> she was eating raw meat in the diner. Oh, was she? I, I don't even remember. You know what's funny? I think I watched that on TV one night. And I was like, oh, this is on. I remember this scene. And I just started watching it. Even though it was like just utter refuse. <laughs> Raid Shadow Legends is the textbook of advertising. They legit just toss money at ads and they don't give a crap about their reputation. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty bad. Hey guys, welcome back in today review. We're going to be covering Faybringer, but before, please like, share, and subscribe four minutes later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They front load. They front load. They front load. They're easy. I mean, come on, dude. Come on. They're easy targets. It's, 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 it's low-hanging fruit content. It's low-hanging fruit content, you know? It's tough. It's tough to not do. Like, even today, I was like, yeah, we're, we're dealing in... We're dealing in drama and controversy and easy clickism. I, I know that's a thing that we're dealing in, but I try to de- deliver a product that's so entertaining and so value-laden that I I, I, I I can, like, justify it. I'm like, well, I, you know, this is, this is the business that I'm in. I'm in the business of, like, get people in the door, you know? You th- do you think the people that run the, the car lot or the gym are really just huge fans of balloons and the guy that like goes like this in the wind, do you think that they like they really think it's tasteful? No, it gets people to look at the dadgum car lot and come in. You know? The such and such drama shows the softness. I've not even seen what drama like I I I I, I for, forgot that person existed. I don't even care about them. I don't know. I didn't see any drama. Lono transcends the clickbait. That's right. That's right. I will say it again. I too like money. I do things so people will give me money. It is what it is. Right. Right. If I see another AFK arena or Raid Shadow Legends, I'm going to lose my freaking mind. <laughs> Wild, wacky, waving, inflatable arm, fla- <laughs> flailing tube man. That's right. That's right. That's right. Everybody front loads their YouTube vids. I have tried to front load mine so quickly now. Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. This one's going to be about the fact that Far Cry 6 is political. If you like this video, check me out on my live stream or click the subscribe bell button and the like button. That's it. That's my intro. If you can't listen to that without going, get to the video, man. Well, then I, I, I can't make content for you. You know, he got upset that people were memeing his long intro. <laughs> Oh, no one gives a frick. (laughs) 
Imagine using your platform to ruin and hurt somebody both psychologically and professionally and then get mad about memes. Oh. <laughs> Community is so brittle, dude. <laughs> Freaking brittle. You could throw you could throw a marble through them. It's just Oh. Ow. Like, grow the frick up. <laughs> Games should stay in their lane. Will that be used how many times today? <laughs> yeah, Eugene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Far Cry 6 is political one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> games should stay in their lane. It should be about entertainment. How many war games have you played? <laughs> how many games have you played? Where you're in war. <laughs> Do you think that's even a little bit? Did you play any of the Call of Duties? <laughs> Did you play a single one? Do you think those games are neutral? <laughs> games should really stay in their lane. And they're just mowing down people in another country in the video game. This is great! <laughs> like shoveling popcorn in your mouth and talking about eating healthy. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. I tell my children marbles are children's eyes who have seen Santa. <laughs> it works really well on Christmas Eve. Oh my gosh. That's horrifying. Yeah, you see that there? Yeah, it's good business to be in marbles. That's right. Little children who stay up late. And they see Santa Claus and it happens to their eyeballs. Yeah. Children never seen from a hood of again. It's a shame. They're horrifying to look at. You guys want to play some marbles? <laughs> They're running away. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. Oh. Was a direct ripoff of the Rages Roundtable. I found that to be comical. I didn't even care about that. I found that to be comical. <laughs> uh, we just suddenly have an idea to do a roundtable style podcast with a similar color scheme and name. It's total happenstance. <clears throat> uh, uh, uh. Okay, here's what we gotta do. Here's what we gotta do. We're two hours into the show. We're two hours into the show, and you guys have weighed in on the poll. I want to read some of your comments here. Before we get to the six-minute video, I want to read some of your comments on this poll, okay? So if you haven't weighed in yet, we have about 350 votes. It updated to 356. It's a 60-40 split. Do you think Cyberpunk should be removed from the Xbox store, given the performance issues? Do you think? Um, order confirmation. Confirmation for custom printed materials. The estimated lead time to receive your materials is two weeks after approval of proofs. What the frick? That's for the light roast, isn't it? Yeah. I don't understand. We paid, and now they're saying your order is confirmed. 
Gemini Christmas. Oh, but that... The two weeks? Is that still a thing? Creature? So it's two weeks for the label, and then it's three weeks for the roasting. Are we... What? Or does the three-week turnaround in time include that? Why would it take two weeks to print and ship labels? What are they doing? Drawing them by hand? <clears throat> um. All right, let's read through some responses to these polls. Ghost Boy responded to the poll and said, Yes, they are knowingly selling a broken game. The warning shouldn't even be there. Just pull the game. A lot of folks uh, feel this way. Uh, feel like way? Hang on. Feel this way about cyberpunk 2077 i'm gonna i'm gonna copy that so i can kind of paste that it's a good keyword hilly says i think the warning is enough microsoft from what i understand has refunded people who have requested it cd project red needs to fix the game asap and help repair the brand damage uh most of the blame for cyberpunk falls on uh cd project red for sure i mean it that that's ultimately i think where where there was a bit of a disconnect today both are included. So you're you're telling me it's a five week then? It's a five week turnaround? Two weeks for labels, three weeks for roasting? What? We're we are in We're not in we're not in the greatest position then. We're, we're definitely running out of light roast then. We are going to run out then. There's no way what we have now is lasting five weeks. Oh, you're saying both are included as in the three week turnaround time includes the labels? I I, I guess maybe elaborate for me because I'm not trying to freak out, but I'm like, gee, money, Christmas. Glad I ordered. Yeah, I don't know. What we'll have to what we'll have to circle back to that because I'm we're we're we are ha- gonna have to really consider. Gee, I mean the the Frickmas roast as well as far as um, timeline. So dark roast is gonna be a little bit separated. So. Yo, good morning, Craig. How are you? Probably takes two weeks to get the machine time to print the labels. It doesn't take very long to print them, but they don't have enough time to print everyone's at once. Well, sure, 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 sure. Remember when people tried to pin on the toxic gaming community? I'm not sure what you're talking about. Uh, What do you mean? That sentence doesn't even sound complete. Plucky responded to the poll. As long as Microsoft is giving a warning at this point, customers should know what they're getting into. Uh, is certainly in bad shape. I mean, the game, the game's in bad shape. Like the, the, them warning almost feels like they should. Like, well, of course they should warn people. You know what I mean? It, it, uh, of course, of course they should warn people. It's it, the, the game. The game is. You're literally buying a game that's been patched to heck and back. You know? So. Uh, Dracus Pander. Unless Microsoft feels the need to protect their image, the game's been out long enough that buyers have the info they need to make an informed decision. Uh, it does feel like it would be too little, too late to um, for uh, Cyberpunk to be removed. It's just too little too late, you know? AC Valhalla and Fallout 4. Yeah, AC Valhalla is going to be free on play, or it's free right now for their PlayStation thing that they're doing or whatever. Um, that was a requested game by Sven. 
I just don't know what's that. How's that game running on the PS5? Are they? Are they get? Does it get some kind of a? Does it? Does it run 60 FPS on PS5? What does the warning say that you may experience uh, performance issues if you play Cyberpunk on the Xbox One? So. Cyberpunk's launch, people were genuinely defending CD Projekt Red because apparently the toxic gamers forced their hand into releasing it. No. No Man's Sky Prisms looks fire. Yeah, we'll be playing it this afternoon. Um, we're, we're gonna, we're, we're, I don't know how long we'll play it, uh, but we will be playing it this afternoon. Um, so yeah. Uh, do, 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 Uh, Today, 12.30. Uh, Gameplay playlist. It plays great on the PS5? Right, but playing great on the PS5 isn't necessarily the question. Does it run... um, Does it run 60 FPS? Still going to play Hired Gun. We should be able to play Hired Gun today as well. We should be able to. Um, it should not be a problem to play Hired Gun uh, as well. Because we, I don't think we're going to need to play No Man's Sky that long to showcase the updates. It runs 60 FPS. I need an official confirmation on that. It's 60 on PS5. Yes, it runs 60. Okay, that's enough people kind of co-signing. Because I'm happy to get it on PS5 for free, right? Um, new Sucker Punch multiplayer game will have a melee combat system. Nah, I just want a freaking Ghost of Tsushima sequel. <clears throat> Valhalla has a 60 FPS option. It runs 60 FPS on the Series S, so I would think PS5 would be too. Okay, I'm going to have to download that before it's not free anymore. That way I can do Sven's request and not have to buy the game. Plus, I don't like buying stuff through Uplay anyway. So if I can avoid Uplay, I will. You know? If I can avoid Uplay, I will. Um, so two hours. Two hours, I think. We, it happened again. Two hours and 20 minutes, creature. And then we got kicked off. We got kicked off that hopper. 500 likes. What a turnout today, guys. Thank you so much. Reading through the poll responses. Ashen says, personally, I feel like AAA titles should be held to this standard. Um, Cyberpunk 2077, certainly... uh, What is going on? I can't type. Certainly doesn't feel uh, AAA. It doesn't. It does not feel AAA after everything we saw. Gameplay today? Yeah, we'll be doing gameplay today. Yes, yes, yes. Um, You don't even have to download, use your phone to claim it? Oh, I don't even I don't even, I don't even have a way of doing that. I mean, I can do I like I can literally I can do it right now. Like Is my PlayStation already on? Skip this version. Enable preview. Yeah, my PlayStation's not turning on. Huh. What's it doing? Huh, maybe my battery's running low on the controller. The blue light's just flashing on my um on my PlayStation controller. That's really weird. AC Valhalla is free on the PlayStation store? Yeah, apparently. I saw I saw a tweet about it. 
it's not free on the PS Store? I saw a tweet saying it was part of their 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 play at home thing. Was it PlayStation that tweeted it? I swear I saw a tweet and it had all the games listed and that was one of them. Uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War was also listed in the image. Where did I see that? It was part of their... Um, oh, I don't even know what it's called. Who tweeted that then? It's a, It had a free weekend? The dates I saw were like between now and it was like June. It's a 40% discount. Oh, it's discounted. I swear I saw an image that said it was part of their play at home thing and it was free. Maybe it's going to be free. I'm looking at it now. It's $35. I mean, discounted still great. That's going to drive me crazy. I, I'm telling you right now, I saw an image. I saw an image that basically showed the... It was four games. And I swear to you, it said that it was free. Brawlhalla? No, it was the AC Valhalla artwork. I, I saw... I was, I, was, I was staring right at it. I saw it this morning... Um... I don't follow a ton of people on Twitter. I should be able to scroll down. Oh, apparently they've wrapped on Thor uh, Love and Thunder. Apparently they've wrapped on it. Um, So, they're done filming. I'm I'm like scrolling like an idiot. Have you ever done that on Twitter? You just start scrolling and you're like, I swear I saw something. And then you can't find the thing that you swear you saw. Like you feel like you're going crazy. Um, mm, This is going to drive me nuts until I see the image. And I want to confirm that I misread it. It feels too new to be given for free. Oh, I mean, I, I that's why I was surprised when I saw it. I was like, wait a minute. Didn't that just come out? Um, man, my Twitter feed is actually very lively today. Usually it's not. I usually do not have to do not have to scroll this far to find stuff that I saw in the morning. But my word, what is it? It's 11 o'clock. I'm going to have to stroll for a dadgum eternity to find the image and that's even if it's there on which platform service are are they giving out Valhalla Uh, I misspoke apparently it's been heavily discounted on the Playstation I thought it was part of their game at home uh, free thing and I'm trying to find the image that I saw and I am struggling to find the image I saw it this morning um, when I opened up my, my, my Twitter feed on my phone And I was like, oh, perfect timing. I'll snag that. Um, Since it's it's supposed to be free or whatever. It's Pride Month, everyone's feeds. Well, no, that's not even what my feed's getting overwhelmed with. Um, Yeah, I can't find it. Mm Hmm. 
Because I, I thought, wh- what's the game at home initiative? Are they doing are they doing discounts? I thought they were doing free games and discounts. Um, OBS Studio 27 brings our most requested features. Undo, redo. Oh, fixing mistakes is now easy. That used to drive me crazy in OBS. I'm like, oh, dude, I didn't mean to grab that or move that. Can I please undo? Nope. Can't do it. Can't do it. All right, I'm now scrolled all the way into 11 hours ago. I must have just misread the image because now I can't find it. Uh, God of Thanks Valhalla is too recent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that it is going to be free or that the, that the announcement is that it's going to be free. That's that's not the one I saw. It was an image. It was an image like that, but maybe it didn't say play at home at the top. That's old. You're really two versions behind in OBS. No, OBS literally tweeted that today. OBS Project tweeted, OBS 27 is finally here. And they said, in one of their replies, they said that they're adding the undo redo. 27 just launched. These are these are new these are new tweets from 16 hours ago. I installed 27 two weeks ago. I mean they fully released OBS Studio 27 yesterday. So either you're drunk or maybe you got it early as a beta. They tweeted 17 hours ago that it fully released. I always actually hold off on OBS. Baguette with a $5. I only update when it pops up and tells me. It didn't pop up and tell me until this morning, and I always wait. I always hold off. Because they've had issues before with their updates, and so I always I always, I always, hold off. Um, so. Hey, if you guys are new, we were reading through responses to this poll. We were breaking down what everybody was saying, um, and you know, everybody was kind of weighing in on uh, the cyberpunk issue we appreciate you being here this morning um, we are about to transition I'm gonna do my talk let me let me refresh this I want you guys haven't heard the quotes yet there are actual quotes from actual articles about the situation with cyberpunk so here's our poll make sure and take it if you haven't do you think it should be removed from the Microsoft store and here is my segment about its potential removal with quotes from CD Projekt Red in multiple different interviews. So don't go anywhere. We're going to head to this segment in just a second. Take the poll while I'm stepping away. Smash the like button. Keep the chat humming. Keep debating. You guys are amazing. Uh, hit subscribe and the bell button if you haven't already. You might see some ads when I step away. Uh, we don't run a lot of ads here. I don't even run non-skippables. So if you want to support the channel, because you appreciate the low ad saturation, consider clicking the join button or at least hitting subscribe and coming back uh, another day. We'll be checking out the No Man's Sky update this afternoon as well. We do gameplay in the afternoon and a talk show in the morning. I'll see you in just a minute.
Okay. All right. Let us break down this topic. Since we've been kind of debating it all morning, if you guys missed it, we did a pretty lively back and forth and even a poll about should this game be removed from the Microsoft Store on Xbox in light of the performance issues. We got hit with ad suitability again. What the frick is going on? They've increased... There is some kind of a bot that is... I'm requesting the review. (laughs) What are they even doing? Is that... I wonder if that's when we're getting kicked off the hopper. Uh, creature, because it happened again. Like, what what word are we using? You think it was when I said political? Because we said Far Cry Six is political. I wonder if that buzzword hits it hits a trigger. What's ad suitability? Like, if you talk about certain things, they flag the video for maybe it's not suitable for all advertisers because there's certain advertisers that they don't want to run on certain types of videos, right? Um. And so it happened yesterday with watchdogs. We were cruising, we were getting suggested, everything was going good, and then wham, we get hit with ad suitability and all of a sudden all of our all of our numbers just just came to a screeching halt on the live video. We're like, "What in the heck?" And it and it happened again today. All of a sudden I realized, I was like, "Oh wow, our 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 video just came to a to a screeching halt." Right? I don't think that was it. No, no, no. Oh, maybe it was that. I put that on the screen. Maybe a swear word being on the screen caused it. That might have been it. That was ages ago, though. That was really early in the stream. All right. Lesson learned. Did you miss the talk? No, I'm about to do it now. I'm about to do it now. One of the watchdogs things because of copyrighted music. No, 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 no. The gameplay got hit because of the copyrighted music, and we we muted that. The live stream in the morning, the talk show yesterday about watchdogs, got hit with ad suitability like halfway through the stream, and it murdered all our metrics. We were just like, yeah, bam, and we just hit a wall. I wonder if me showing the screenshot of of Hilly's Hilly's funny thing where it said this game is literal and it had a swear word on the screen. I wonder if a bot picked up that swear word and flagged the video. Because bots are actively watching and listening to videos to scan them for potentially ad-suitable issues. And we always get cleared. A live person will go and watch that and be like, oh, that's fine. But I'm wondering if that's what it was. We're going to have to be very, very careful. We're getting some good YouTube love, and we don't want to get kicked off that hopper. When you're on that that live gaming hopper i mean it is great we'll only have four or five hundred viewers but man it's like it's humming chats humming views are humming and when you get kicked off of that it's like everything stops so jake is asking for a like rollover i don't know if you're gonna get it jake we're at 525 you know what i mean bots can be yeah they can read and look at the stuff on screen 100 percent the bots they use to do that are the same bots that scan for people that are just re-uploading other people's content. Um, they can scan every pixel in the video. So. Um, so. Okay, let me get, uh, let's get, let's just see here. 
this is the the cyberpunk segment and we can do it at 237 and I got to put up the coffee thing because we record this and it goes to another channel um okay and don't forget to weigh in on the poll if you haven't voted yet on whether or not it should be removed all right you can use that poll command go there leave a comment leave a vote hey thanks for clicking on the video got another SNTR short for you video gaming news cyberpunk 2077's potential removal from the Xbox store these are actual quotations from CD Projekt Red this isn't fake this is a conversation that is going on if you enjoyed this video hit like subscribe and the bell button and feel free to check out my live channel where I do these every day that link should be in the description below so cyberpunk 2077 Xbox store removal it is a possibility if you are unaware the game was in such bad shape at launch still hasn't quite got back up to where it wants to be it is still no longer available in the Sony storefront Sony removed it pretty quickly it was after that you know CD Projekt Red assured people they could get refunds and it really kind of unsettled things with Sony and it has not been re-added and they believe they've gotten the game closer to where it needs to be to be reinstated in the Sony store but recent interviews indicate this is an ongoing conversation as well with Microsoft so Games Radar reported on this CD Projekt Red has said that it is in similar talks with Xbox regarding the game's presence on the platform's digital store to the conversations it's having with Sony. During yesterday's quarter one 2021 earnings call, CD Projekt Red answered some questions from those in attendance. Initially, a question was asked about what it would take to get Cyberpunk 2077 back on the PlayStation Store following the game's removal from the PlayStation digital storefront. That has been something that many people have been anticipating. When is this thing going to get put back on the Sony Store? CD Projekt Red's member of the board, Michael uh, Nowakowski, replied stating that conversations are ongoing and the result will be announced when all parties are ready, echoing last week's statement that the decision to reinstate the game on PlayStation Store is Sony's. It's up to Sony at this point, and Sony is still saying, no, we're not ready. Now, the big debate in chat this morning centered around the fact that could this game be still classified, or even at launch, could it be classified as broken or defective, given the extremely long laundry list of things that they have had to fix, and it was a really good debate. You should check out that stream if you want to see me going back and forth with chat, and chat going back and forth with each other. Now, this raises the question... What about Xbox? It's still available in Xbox. There's even a disclaimer. If you go and buy this game on Xbox, it says you may experience performance issues if you get this game on the Xbox One. Games Radar continued in their report stating, a later question was then asked. Regarding Xbox, it's on sale, but when you click through, there's a warning that there may be issues, pending patches, and so on. Is there a similar kind of discussion going on with Xbox? Now, Nowakowski confirmed, yes, There is a similar conversation happening with the Xbox team as well. Another question asked whether these discussions are involving the next-gen versions or just the last-gen PS4 version, or if it's up to the studio to satisfy the platform holders with the next-gen version. Nowakowski reiterated that the conversations taking place have to remain between the parties and cannot be shared publicly. When they're ready, they will make announcements. Now, hopefully this means CD Projekt Red has time to get all the necessary updates to maintain a good relationship 
relationship with Microsoft as well as the fans. It certainly was damaging to get kicked off of the Sony platform. The Sony PlayStation 4 and the PS4 Pro make up the largest saturation of the previous generation of console sales, and the game is not available on any of them, not even the PS5. So this could mean that Microsoft is saying you guys need to show significant improvement or we're going to have to consider similar actions here because we have the warning and the disclaimer. But as the point was made so many times this morning, Microsoft has a duty to, to protect their consumers and their customers. Now, not just about Xbox, though, not just about current gen or old gen. What about next gen? Where is the next gen version of Cyberpunk? More from the Games Radar report indicated that when asked about the next gen version of Cyberpunk 2077 and when we can expect to see it, CD Projekt Red president Adam Kaczynski said that the studio has a date internally but are not willing to say anything publicly for the time being until closer to launch. They're expected to be targeting the second half of this year. Originally, after publishing an apology for the state of Cyberpunk 2077 when it launched, CD Projekt Red said that the next gen update would be arriving in late 2021 so it seems plans are still on track this was shocking to me I didn't pay much attention to this game after the initial reviews were so poor and the controversy centered around the older console this just starts to feel like the game and CD Projekt Red are being burned from both ends the game looks and runs horribly on old gen consoles and that's the primary reason Sony chose to pull the game from its store and it's primary driver for refunds. It was the primary reason people wanted refunds. It was running so poorly on the old platforms. And a next-gen version is still a good ways out as more bad news hits about the franchise. Their roadmap doesn't look that impressive right now. And if you're playing on next-gen, you're not even really getting to enjoy the true next-gen version of the game. The only people who seemingly get to enjoy the game are people with strong PCs. Let's end the video by talking about No Man's Sky moment. I'm not trying to be mean here. Okay, I've continued to say that Cyberpunk 2077 needs to have its own No Man's Sky moment before I choose to even try the game. It would be wonderful for the fans, CD Projekt Red, and the future of the Cyberpunk franchise for this game to have a redemption arc. I'm a true believer in redemption arcs for both people as well as video games. At the very least, we have assurances like the following quote from Kaczynski. He says, We intend to live up to what we promised our gamers in January. While we already see major improvements, a large part of the team continues to work on making sure that Cyberpunk provides even better entertainment to gamers. Now, that, that's an indication that not the entire team's not working on the game. A large part of the team is. I certainly hope they live up to their promises, and not just because I would love to dive into the game as it was intended to be experienced and played, but... For the sake of what was once the Paragon developer example, they've fallen so far down the staircase of grace. This game deserves a comeback, and I would fully support it if it happens. As always, if you want this kind of content, nice short video game news, hit subscribe and the bell button, and make sure to head over to the live channel if you want to be part of the live discussions. I'll see you in the next video. 640. Mm -mm -mm. 640. That was good. That was good. That was a good video. If you just tuned in, we record those live and we put those on a, on a, on a channel that gets shorter morsel style content. So appreciate you being here. We debated this all this morning about, you know, Cyberpunk 2077 being removed um, 
being removed from the Sony store and how it might get removed from the Microsoft store. It's an ongoing conversation with Microsoft. So if you missed that debate, you could rewatch this morning's segment. It was really fun. It was really lively. We had a really, really great time. Appreciate everybody that was here and contributed to that conversation. Um, we, we, we cover more than one segment every day, though. Uh, and since the debate about Cyberpunk has kind of calmed down... I would I would like to move on here. Uh, there's a lot of things going on in gaming news right now. Battlefield 6 reveal date has been revealed. We're going to take a look at that. Halo Infinite at E3 2021. It ain't going to be a deep dive, and I'm going to tell you why. But first, Far Cry 6 is going to be political. Yeah, we talked about crunchy coffee. Uh, Far Cry 6 is political, but how? How is this game going to be political? We, we, we need to break this one down, and maybe maybe potentially have a little debate about is this the, something that video games should even do uh, what's the other game channel called it's called SNTR Shorts um, you can use the hey I got an idea let's update that let's update that command oh did we change it to shorts there's a shorts command if you like YouTube shorts that won't overwhelm your sub feed we have a channel for that that's not even right that's, that's, that's not right if you like uh, if you like uh, shorter uh, videos for gaming news, we have a channel for that. There you go. There you go. Shorts. The shorts command will get you over there. Um, it's basically four minute and six minute videos. If you like shorter videos for gaming news, we have a channel for that. They're just uploads. Nothing live is ever happening over there. Um, so thank you everybody who has taken the poll today or smashed the like button. We appreciate the strong turnout today for the, the main subject, but we want to move on to some of the other gaming news segments that we have planned. Far Cry 6 is political. Uh, this recent blog post came directly from the developers and I'm going to read a portion of it because I think some people are probably going to overreact here before actually seeing what it is about okay baguette with five and a half dollar tip thank you appreciate you baguette thank you for using super chat if you guys haven't smashed like yet consider doing that it helps me out and helps the channel as well as this video uh, and thank you to all the new folks who have stopped by the channel today let's go in uh, in 10 seconds let's go at 247 this is supposed to be a three minute hey thanks for clicking on the video got another SNTR short for you this one about Far Cry 6 is political this is actually an official blog from the developers I'm going to read just a small portion of it to you if you enjoy these shorter gaming news videos remember to hit subscribe and the bell button as well as maybe check out my live channel where I do longer streams in the morning if you prefer that or the uploads whichever channel is best for you so Far Cry 6 is political this comes up a lot okay this comes up a lot I am not going to get political in this video I'm merely going to reiterate the fact that this game is setting its sights on political issues. So Game Informer reported on this, but most of this is going to be about the direct words from the blog post on the Ubisoft website. So Far Cry 6 narrative director Navid Kavari said the team did not want to deal specifically with the politics of Cuba. Kavari has come out and said, in no uncertain terms, the story of Far Cry 6 is political. Taking to a blog post on the Ubisoft website, Kavari states the post 
starts the post with the blunt declaration about the politics of its upcoming game. You can read the full, unabridged text of the blog post titled The Politics of Far Cry 6. If you want to go and read it, go and read it. I'm not reading the whole blog post to you in this video, okay? (laughs) That would not be the greatest video. I picked a portion that I thought was a very, very good summary that I'm going to read to you. So I think it's well written, and the ending is probably the most important part. So before you storm the castle and cancel your pre-order and get angry, just hold on to your hat, okay? Hold on to your hat. This is directly from their blog post. What players will find is a story that's point of view attempts to capture the political complexity of a modern, present-day revolution within a fictional context. We have attempted to tell a story with action, adventure, and heart, but that also isn't afraid to ask hard questions. Far Cry is a brand that, in its DNA, seeks to have mature, complex themes balanced with levity and humor. One does not exist without the other, and we have attempted to achieve this balance with care. My only hope is that we are willing to let the story speak for itself first before forming hard opinions on its political reflections. Okay, here's the deal. I don't think you can make a game about a revolution of a people in a real place like Cuba and then say, why well, you can't get political. You can't mention political things. Like, Giancarlo Esposito's character is a political leader who has done things that are bad and wrong and has subsequently led to a revolution like that's political okay games on their very nature anytime there is a war or rebel forces or any of that there's going to be elements of politics to that it's it's placed in the the real world as it were these are things that happen there are historical situations that are just like this there are present day situations that are just like this. And obviously for some people it'll hit closer to home than others. I for one am not going to skip out on a game simply because they want to tell a story that represents things that happen but in a fictional world. There are plenty of stories that have done th- done this historically there are books that have done this. They cover you know political or social issues but they tell it in a fictional way. Some of these books are very very famous. Movies do the same thing. And they end up being very famous and win awards and people like to watch them and they become fan favorites and cult followings. So I don't have an issue with Far Cry 6 attempting to do this. Now, if they're beating me over the head with it and they're preaching at me during the game, well, then that will be disruptive. I don't think from the way that the the, the, the guy saying here writing the blog post... I don't get the impression from Kavari that they're going to be beating you over the head with it. They said they want it to be balanced with the levity and the humor, so it's not going to be something that's not done with balance. They said they attempted to do it with balance and care. So I am not, I am not going to, going to, going to give this game uh, a brow beating simply because they've decided to ta- tackle something that they feel is very serious and close to the story that they're telling. As always, if you like these short video gaming news segments, hit subscribe, the bell button, and feel free to check out my live channel. And as always, I'll see you in the next video. Hasn't almost all the Far Cry games been political of some sort? I don't think so, no. You just end up on an island and there's some crazy dude doing bad stuff. You know what I mean? OMG, this game is going to be woke trash. Like, I always wonder if when people type something like that, like, are you trying to admit you're stupid? 
or is it just a total accident? You know what I'm saying? Like the kid who comes to school with his underwear on the wrong side. Like he's got his underwear on the outside of his pants. Like, does he want everyone to think he's stupid? Like, is it an admission of stupidity or is it just a total accident? Like he got dressed in the dark. You know what I mean? Like, did you, did you type that intending to sound stupid or like... Or, or or are you just a stupid person? Like, it's hard for me to know. Like, it's, it's hard to measure stupidity. Like, on the internet, there's lots of people like you. So, stupidity is vogue right now. Like, it's the, it's the cool thing to be dumb and to jump to conclusions before actually having any information. Like, the game's not even out yet, but you're like, I'm signing up for category stupid. That's what I want to do. You know? It's woke or garbage in Last of Us 2. See, you have a partner in crime now. There's another stupid person in chat. So, you can be, you know partners in stupid crime I guess wasn't Far Cry 3 no I don't think Far Cry 3 was you're just on an island and these guys are just doing bad stuff and then you gotta like fight them he typed the word soy could you be more cliche so you're one of those you're one of those you're gonna type soy boy you'll probably tell me I'm a beta you might tell me I'm a virgin um what what else do you got loaded in the the pre-typed 4chan reddit hopper like what else do you got for me is that is that all you got <laughs> is regurgitated internet insults <laughs> is, is is that the depth of your brain's capacity you know you literally you get three letters three letters he's he's ready chat he's ready he's ready for the big leagues <laughs> He's ready. You're just tired of politics? Again, if you've ever played a game with war in it, like, it's in there. It's in there. Like, what do you mean? You play, Have you played? Have you played any of the Call of Duty games? I, I mean, th- th- it's all there. It's all there. You, you can't You can't play a game where there are rebels, insurgents, war, you know, fighting without that being laden with politics like watch the commercial for the for the game Giancarlo Esposito he barely says anything and he's captivating as this this maniacal power hungry dictator that's political that, that that's that's a thing that has happened in reality right they're not going to be telling you who to vote for in the next election but it's it's drenched in politics the idea of what is right what is wrong who is right the people or those in power like everything you everything you play that deals with war and and fighting is got some layer of politics to it i don't know watchdogs is political not far cry yeah the watchdogs franchise yeah it gets political it does about the the big brother state and spying on its people and and trying to fight against that and big and the government being pro big brother and using that information against you like how is that not con- contextual contextually relevant to where we are right now you know what i mean like i i don't i i think the fact that they're being unashamed about it is probably worthy of praise like instead of sitting here and like it's baked into the crust but they don't tell you they're telling you no yeah it's it's got political stuff in it this is you know this is, this is a real thing that has happened to people all across the globe. Every Far Cry, Far Cry game is political. I, I did not get that in any of the games that I played. 
just fictional islands with 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 violence. Now, Far Cry Five definitely got a little like that one hit close to home. <laughs> that one hit close to home, uh, especially for uh, Americans. It, that one hit a little close to home. Um, so. <clears throat> Zubair, <laughs> you set the standard. Yeah, Zubair, Zubair is funny. Honest question. I'm tired of politics. Do you mean I'm tired of political positions I don't agree with? <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, all right, hang on, hang on. Let, let me take up for the people that don't want this in their game or want it in video games. Let me let me take up for them for just a second, okay? I, I understand, right? I understand wanting to play a video game and escape the 24-7 garbage quote-unquote news cycle that we're accustomed to. If you're doom-scrolling on Twitter, if you're seeing junk on Facebook from your aunt, your uncle, and your grandpa, not fact-checking anything, you're seeing the debates, you're seeing the the division in, in, in the country, wherever you live, and you're sick of it, and you just want to go play a video game, and you don't want to have to think about those things. You're trying to escape, right? It would be like playing a cubicle game simulator where you work for the man and you're like, I don't want to play that. I sit in a cubicle all day, right? I sit in a cubicle all day. I don't want to do that. I don't want to see that. So I get it. I think, however, Far Cry 6 the politics in Far Cry 6 are probably not going to feel like you're watching the garbage can of American news media our 24-7 entertainment cycle that delivers almost nothing of substance or accuracy like you're, it's not going to be like that I, I don't know. it doesn't feel like it's going to be like that uh, can someone explain the rationale for Momoa's bodyguards because oh, being being big and strong doesn't mean that you know how to fight. Those dudes can probably tango, and you would. That's exactly why they're good bodyguards. They seem unassuming, <laughs> and they could probably break your arm in like half a second. <laughs> Politics are simply a catalyst for games. No issue here. <clears throat> There's a civil war arc in the Mortal Kombat game. I mean, yeah. I mean, every every game is going to have that. Star Wars has it. Lord of the Rings has it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's there. Those dudes probably have military training. The best bodyguards are the ones you can't see or the ones that you really don't think are bodyguards. Just some dude in a suit. If you got some brick house walking around, well then, oh, that's a bodyguard. <laughs> like, you know? I just want to picture, uh, share a picture of Momoa. I mean, I, I, he, is, he is very attractive. The original Star Wars was basically a remake of Flash Gordon since Lucas didn't get the rights to remake an actual sequel. It was purely entertainment. It became political as it went on, however. I don't know if that's 100% accurate. It's going to have political themes. The state you are having a revolution against will have some kind of authoritarian ideology leading to it. A game like this has to have political themes. We watched the end of Elementary last night, my wife and I. And if you ever watched Person of Interest, there were similar political themes. The idea that the government can do X, Y, and Z because the ends justifies the means. Well, we stopped 
a bad person. Therefore, it's okay that we ran ripshod over people's rights, freedoms, and liberties, right? This is themes. These are in movies and TV shows all the time. Sherlock Holmes was staunchly against this in the the end of the series. They didn't need to do the last season, by the way. They should have just ended it before. They did like a 13-episode bunt. It was awful. However, that theme and that 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 story oh, that's political how can you not see it being like oh that's you know that's a debate worth having do the ends justify the means are there absolute goalposts that cannot be moved or can we shuffle them in the name of you know national security like can we move these 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 goalposts are they movable now keep in mind this is not a new debate. If you go all the way back to some of the philosophical positions that were formed predating American uh, American government, there were philosophical positions about the masses being too stupid to understand what was needed, right? This is obviously laden with sort of a Gnostic belief of like special knowledge, like knowledge being king. The educated, the upper class, the well-to-do are superior to the masses. This is not a new debate. The idea that those in power hold the keys and deserve those keys. Like, this is, this is a long, this is a long-standing debate and discussion. This didn't just start happening recently. So, when you play a video game laden with those themes, there is philosophical disagreement there's there's political disagreement there's ideological clashes in good stories like what are you going to do play a game like this and and uh, what's what's the driver why do you care why don't you care why are you invested why are you not invested why are you fighting why are you not fighting whatever the case may be buy spot from steven marston chats on fire today and hi jerry Okay, Jerry's been summoned. He says hi. There you go. Like, if if you watch The Walking Dead, there are philosophical worldview clashes in The Walking Dead. D- what is right? What is wrong? What should we do? What should we not do? Can we maintain our sense of decency and our morals? And are right and wrong. Or are you season one Shane? Season two Shane. Do whatever it takes to survive. I will blast you if I need to get a to, to, to get out of this situation. Right? I you know, Johnny Bernthal brought some great gravity to the character. Really, really good. Excellent work. It was a shame. It was a shame that uh, he was on the show for such a short amount of time. I thought he balanced out Rick very well as a as a, as a as a character clash. <clears throat> so even if you watch a post-apocalyptic zombie movie, it's in there. Anthrop- uh, uh, anthropology, the the, the the philosophy of man. What is man's purpose? What is, what are we supposed to be doing? What is right and wrong? Philosophical is different from political. Is it? Is it though? <laughs> They're real close, brother. They're like right there. 
what do you think drives the the, the, the political sphere and debates about do we, we you know all the debates about do we help the lower the middle the upper do we do this with taxes do we do that with taxes that's not pure that's not driven purely by some like political playbook philosophies behind all of it the beliefs the convictions of those people what's right what's wrong what gets priority what doesn't they are so closely related it 100% is driven by the both the beliefs of the people and the beliefs of the people that are running for office they are 100% related you can't separate the two there's not some like like clear divide If your life is so agitated by politics that you can't stand to see them in movies and video games, you need to find another outlet to relax. uh, Politics aids in good storytelling. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Everybody loves a good story where the the big bad dictator gets taken down. Why? Because historically speaking, we have had some doozies. We have had some doozies of dictators. So we like to see them taken down. It's enjoyable, right? There's a long list. You go back to, you know, Mao and Pol Pot and all of them. Like, there's a lot of them. They're not nice. <laughs> they're, they're terrifying. And it's good to see them fall. And so you, you, you play a game like this, and yeah, it's political. How could it not be? How could it not be? This is our, this is our, this is our world. World history is, is drenched, is drenched with awful awful leaders doing awful things and people rising up to say "Uh uh-uh it makes for great storytelling (laughs) it makes great for storytelling yeah I think I think Americans especially Eugene's hitting it like you think red versus blue state you think like and it's like well politics doesn't necessarily mean that it sure it surely yes it means that for us here in the west but not for the rest of the world for the rest of the world it, it's something completely and utterly different. I've always preferred minimal story in my games. It's all gameplay for me. Okay, so when I play Days Gone, Days Gone does something that I absolutely love. It immerses me in the psychology and the rage of Deacon. Because I feel that way. Have you ever felt that way in a game? You see somebody doing something wrong? Play... Play a game where someone smacks a dog or a woman or a child, and you're like, "Come on, get that guy!" Right? I'm gonna, I am gonna get that guy over there. I did that the other day. I did that yesterday in Watch Dogs. Some dude like shoved a woman down. I was like, "Excuse me, sir!" Gunned him down on the street. Get out of here. Especially, especially when it is, it's in the category of like dog, child, woman. Like if there's a guy in a game whooping whooping on that category you're like there's something in you it's like I'm gonna put a stop to this injustice what the frick oh that's Deacon does that in Days Gone Deacon's like oh yeah you like that you like that you like killing people and he's like talking oh I love it I love it they did that with Deacon cause you would do that you would psych yourself up if you're going into some camp and like taking baddies out you'd have to get there you'd have to get there mentally yo X coming in this man this man, I insulted you, and he because he becomes a member. Look at that! Look at that! <laughs> Thanks for clicking the join button, homie. 
<clears throat> John Wick mode activate. That's right. That's right. It's more of the result of where I grew up. Games back then were just go save the world of the princess, and that was all that's needed. Everyone's different, so I'm not going to sit here and try and convince you that you should play Far Cry 6 and and love it, right? And get invested in 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 hating Giancarlo Esposito's character. I'm not I'm not I'm not going to sit there and argue that, right? But to be like, oh, it doesn't belong in games, or I don't like it, or whatever. It's fine if it's your preference, but I think some of the best stories are going to be driven by, like. Here's a really, really good example, right? Here's a great, here's a great example. To Kill a Mockingbird as a story. World-renowned, praised. It's, it's, it's in, it's in probably a, a top, a top 10, top 20 list of books. Important books, right? Now, why is that book so important? Because it was dealing with a serious, serious social issue, Right? And they tell it in a fictional story. And it can it can raise your subconscious. You're like, oh my gosh, this is terrible. Yeah, and it happened within your freaking grandparents' lifetime. Like, you think, you're, don't let chronological snobbery, like, lull you to sleep to think that, like, we're so great and we're so much better than them. Get the frick out of here. Don't, don't, don't fall prey to chronological snobbery. That was within your grandparents' lifetime that that nonsense was happening. And that book is so important. Why? That's fictional. You let your guard down. It opens your mind to things. Like, wow, I never considered this perspective. This is so awful. can't believe this happened. Right? It's a, it's a great consciousness razor. You know, all of a sudden, you, your consciousness gets raised to be aware of something or aware of, of a reality that you never paid any attention to. Far Cry 6, shoving that in your face and being like, this is a thing that has happened both in your lifetime and could happen again. Is it okay? No, it's not. So that games games are going to make statements like that. Now, obviously, it, it could potentially... It could potentially hijack good storytelling right good good uh good storytelling has to be done in a way to where you don't hijack the flow of the narrative with like talking points so to kill a mockingbird doesn't like press pause to give you a speech about inequality and the mistreatment of persons it doesn't do that it's so it's 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 baked in you know think about when you make like a really really good pie right and the crust just tastes amazing why because care went in to baking things into that pie crust that give it just the right oh that's so good some games decide well we want cinnamon in the recipe and they just throw it on top of the pie you're like what the frick it's it's gonna be too it's going to be too potent. It's going to be too strong. Ugh. That's how some people tell stories. They're like, well, we need some virtue signaling here. We need some, we need some like, hey, this is really important. And they throw cinnamon in your face. And you're like, oh gosh, no, no, that didn't, that didn't, that didn't work. You got to bake it in. It's got to be subtle. 
It's got to be organic. It has to feel natural in the conversation or in the flow of the story. You can't just go slapping it on top. It doesn't work that way. It's like a. It, it, it's like, I don't know. It, it's, it just feels forced. It feels forced. So, when I read this and I saw this, I thought, this is totally fine. This is totally fine. Like, you can tell a story. You can, yeah, we must have had a blip. We just lost like 50 people like that. Bam. I thought something might have happened. It's, 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 we're recovering right now. Two times blip. Yeah. YouTube had some issues yesterday. Creature said he suddenly couldn't talk in chat for like a long period of time. Um, <laughs> cinnamon challenges are dangerous. Don't do them. I remember that with people were getting hurt doing them. Um, Subtlety has not been the prevailing way of telling political stories as of late. Case in point, Metal Gear series. As an American, I've enjoyed the game. Uh, I've never enjoyed a game about anti-capitalism before. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, that's one of our, like, that's like a sacred thing. (laughs) We're not going there. But that's a sacred thing to a lot of Americans. Like, capitalism free market economy and all that yeah 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 that those are sacred the sacred texts you know the sacred texts <laughs> you start telling a story that 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 sets its sights on those things and you're going to upset a lot of folks <laughs> those are sacred we're having a talk right now Metal Gear Solid was a huge leap in story for games at the time. Love that series, story and all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. You never asked me that. Huh? I I don't know what's up there. So you you usually just you've 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 only in the history of you bringing me lunch in like six years of doing this, you've messed up you've messed up like twice. You got a great batting average. I trust you. Yeah. The probably a bunch, babe. I'm giving you a compliment right now. You've you've almost never made the wrong choice. You're, you're not quite perfect. Broccoli quesadilla. Oh, I thought that was a good sneak. Oh, you thought that was a good sneak? You didn't like it yourself. You admitted that later. Whatever. And then when you put okra, it was okra, right? In my shake. I mean, oh, yeah. You put snot in my breakfast shake. That was those were the two. Those are the two. Vengeance with a $10 tip. Uh, I just don't want to see some random virtue signaling. Politics is fine, but when there's no reason for it other than virtue signaling, I don't want it in my video game. I mean, I would wager to say from everything we've seen about Far Cry 6, uh, it's probably fine. You're not going to have to worry about them browbeating you with politics or virtue signaling. (laughs) Yeah, or when you burnt burnt the quesadilla and I ate it anyway and it tasted like the inside of an oven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've only messed up a couple of times, Mama. Oh, yeah, or dry chicken. Well, that's not her fault. Like, we don't... Well, the, the non-working microwave is her fault. I'll, I'll lay that at her feet. She found a great one. I told her to order it, and she never did. Still hasn't. You didn't find anything. So we have a busted microwave now. It's 2021. Five months know. later. Yeah. Need to heat up some water or our son's mac and cheese. <laughs> so, yeah. I usually don't drop anything at her feet. She handles a lot. She homeschools my daughter, soon to be the both of our children, and does she does an incredible job with that. She ships your rageless roast every day. She 
should make sure our kids get to do awesome things library like my daughter can read and write and all these awesome things right but when it comes to buying something i it's it, it is it is rough it, it is it is rough chat i'm like babe i trust you buy it and she's like no 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 you need to look at it i'll, I'll give you an example i'll give you an example i'll give you an example picnic table a picnic table chat for outside eating outside in our driveway under the beautiful umbrella that we have that hasn't broken it's the second one they sent us as a replacement and she just wouldn't do it i had to look and affirm the purchase this is this is my wife Right, right, right. That's true. You, those, those are usually for you. <laughs> those are things for yourself or the kiddos. Like this, this is what it is. I'm gonna let you in on a little secret. I'm gonna let you in on a little secret. If your significant other, man or woman, won't buy something without your affirmation, I'm gonna let you in on what's going on. They want you in there with them if it turns out to be bad, broken, or not very good. They want to be like, well, I asked you, I asked you, and you said this one was fine. And look at it, broken and on the ground. That's what it is. It's a trap. It is a trap, chat. And when it came to the microwave, I was like, just buy it. Just buy it. I will install it. I can figure it out. You know, it's what it is. That's what it is. And so when it came to the picnic table, I was like, babe, just buy it. Just buy it. It had been here already. I don't need to see it. She made me cosign. Because if it turned out to be crap, then I'm in there with her. <laughs> that's, the way, that's the way it is, dude. Call it. Call it what it is. <laughs> so, moral of the story is, we still don't have a working microwave. But we have a we have a picnic table. <laughs> uh, oh, moral of the story: buy the dang thing yourself. <laughs> That's not my jurisdiction. My jurisdiction is to sit here and yell for six or seven hours a day to pay the bills. That's my jurisdiction. And long calls with creature to strategize how to get people to press buttons and show up right that's it that's what we do and like when you're on home depot two days in a row looking at reviews and and measuring and making sure it's the right microwave and then you don't buy it (laughs) Uh, as someone who is in the same boat with my wife a lot i have to be honest uh, that I don't keep my comments to myself if she doesn't ask me to co-sign. I accidentally deleted it from the cart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be fair, you didn't look at the umbrella thing before she bought it. Then look at what happened. <laughs> hey, that wasn't her fault. That thing was garbage. That was not her fault. She, she, well, she didn't buy the weights, so we definitely got it and couldn't set it up. It didn't say you needed the weights. It didn't. It did not say that. It was like, here's your umbrella. And then it was like, you get it, and you're like, oh, by the way, you need weights, or the thing's just going to fall over. And the weights we got are, they're, they're good enough uh, for the newer model that we have. So, yeah. <laughs> this sounds like a Bill Burr bit. It's not a Bill Burr bit. It's my life. Can you look at Minion? What are you doing? <laughs> 
Oh my goodness! Where'd those come from? I was hoping that your teeth finally came in, and then I was like, oh wow, they came in and they, they look like werewolf teeth. Man. I mean, I gotta be honest, I gotta be honest. I, when I had kids, that was kind of one of my hopes, is that their teeth would fall out, and then they would come in as werewolf teeth, so I'm a little disappointed. Oh yeah, they're red and bloody. Yeah, they're kind of gross. So, I don't know. You'll just have to become like a scientist and an engineer or a doctor or the president or something since you're not a werewolf. Yeah. (laughs) She put the teeth in and her eyes got real big. She's like, I was like, oh gosh. <clears throat> if it's windy enough to knock over an umbrella, it's windy enough to pick up your way. <laughs> Should you be outside when it's that windy? <laughs> it's a giant umbrella, Zubair. It's a kite. It's a kite attached to some poles and some metal. It's a freaking kite. And the wind, it caught it. And it almost carried it away. It was terrible. It was terrible. We got to move on. We're running out of time and I'm supposed to have lunch at noon and it's 12.02 and my wife and daughter are hanging out in the studio. So we're probably going to be going over to the, the gameplay a little late today. Probably we'll go at like one because I got to have time to eat and I got a couple more here. Yeah, the dis- the ingest servers are having some issues. We just dropped some frames a little bit ago. So... That's right. Nobody wants to see me hungry. (laughs) Oh, have you ever been hungry? (laughs) Got the door on your way out. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) YouTube's blipping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you failed to weigh it down. No, no, we use the weights, Eugene. It's four weights. You put a weight in each corner, and it weighs down the four metal uh, feet. And the wind blew so hard, it tipped, and it, it got right out from underneath the weights. And what it is, is the way that the first one, there's two frame designs. The old frame design is like this arching arm, and it goes out really, really far from the base the updated version they sent me it's a more straight base within it's the arm is more of a triangle instead of an arch so it's 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 more compact and closer to the base so whenever the wind blows it's closer to the center of its own gravity so it doesn't tip as easily so they they reworked the model basically to be less tip prone that's why they sent it to us you didn't secure the weights what do you secure the weights to? It's on a freaking... It's on a concrete... It's on my driveway. What was I supposed to get? An industrial size, like, bolt, like... Just, like, bolt it to my freaking driveway? What do you mean you didn't secure the weights? You literally buy it, and you put the weights on it. That's what you do. That's it. They sent us another one. It's a known issue, Eugene. Yeah, I should have gotten concrete anchors. You know what? Next time, I'll just get a freaking jackhammer and I'll just I'll just make a hole in my driveway and bury it under cement. That's what I was supposed to do. Little little did I know what I was signing up for when my wife got me an umbrella for Father's Day. I was signing up for a construction project. 
You tie the weights to the base of the umbrella? No, that's not the way that it works. It's a, it's a, it's a metal cross on the ground, and you lay four square weights in each of the corners. That's it. That's all you do. You don't just throw weights on the legs? Yes, you do. That's how it's designed. There is no tying involved here. There, there, is no, there is no tying. You just put them on top. That's what it shows in the pictures. That's what it tells you to do. Is that what you got for Father's Day? I remember it differently. Yeah, 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 yeah. Four sandbags to hold it down. Yeah. There is no, there is no method of tying them down. That's not the thing. You can lay them down, but if it's windy, you might want to strap them down. That's there's not a thing to do that. There is not a way. It's it's flat on the ground. There's no way to tie them down. Tie them down to what exactly? Did you use wet sand in the weights? Water. You just fill them with water. The second one we have now is never tipped over, and it's been very windy. Got to be smarter than the umbrella and the weights. Uh huh. Yeah. Sure, I do. The better the, the next the next version hasn't tipped over once, so I really applied my 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 brain to that one. You can tie anything down if you try hard enough. <laughs> uh, why isn't the umbrella melting? <laughs> yeah, the umbrella is not melting. Uh, if you were using your children properly, they would have been standing on the base. <laughs> oh, man. In today's episode of Mansplaining to Lono. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Are you actually... Are you feigning anger right now? Oh, fake emotions are more taxing than real ones. So just... That's enough. That's... <laughs> A fake emotion. Yeah. This ain't Twitter. All right. Stop all that. Uh, new poll idea. Is an umbrella smarter than Lono? Yes or no? Just park your tar- car tire perfectly on the base. <laughs> Back out of the van. Come on. We got this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just one wheel. Whoop. Like right over the base bit. Perfect. Perfect. I'm, I'm sure nothing could potentially go wrong there at all. That's a... That's a that is a... That is a... <laughs> that's a southern that's a southern thing just back just back your vehicle up over it you just put the back you just put the back tire over it and that a tornado could come through here hey, that umbrella ain't going nowhere that's Ford F-150 baby with the extra with the extra towing space just put it on there it's fine it's your ride that is true you could turn it into a tailgate that's, that it might actually work. Maybe we're maybe we're on to something. Alright, we gotta move on. We gotta move on. We're never gonna get any of this work. We got work to do. We got work to do. We're getting distracted. No. I guess. Because if not, you're gonna be like fake sad. And then it takes you longer to leave the studio when you're fake sad. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Don't sit there. 
Okay. Okay. That's fine. Yeah, I'm good. Thank you for my lunch. It looks it looks amazing. No, it's been it's been very good. Watermelon's been on point. I'm usually not a watermelon guy, but the watermelon's been on point. Nobody knows not being a watermelon guy? No, that's not true. No, that is not true. Everybody is not a fan of watermelon. No, that isn't true. No. It, it's, it doesn't always taste good. Sometimes it literally just tastes like it's just like red. It's like red cubes of, of slightly sweetened water. Everybody does not like watermelon. Now, chat's going to weigh in. I guarantee you there's people here, right here. I do not like watermelon. There's someone there. There, there, there was someone there. No, we're not going to ban them. Yeah, I know. My daughter's now dancing. She loves watermelon. It tastes like wet. <laughs> this tastes like wet. What is this? Well, it is called watermelon, so... I'll back you up. I hate watermelon. I'm telling you, it's not that... Like, it's usually not very good. I don't know. Lono's gonna need a minute. He's gotta go apply for a loan for a Ford F-150. That's right, that's right. Oh, that'd be so great. I wanna... yeah, plenty of people in chat are saying they don't like watermelon. I don't... I don't... They're saying it to make you feel better. No, they're not! If this is... If there's something I can say confidently true, this chat does not say things just to make me feel good. They make fun of me all of the time, okay? They are not just saying it to make me feel good. No, they genuinely don't like the watermelon. Get out of here. You laughing at me, you two. You little pair, you little team. You go and... Get a joke book from the library. Uh-huh. Yeah, get a joke book from the library because usually your material is pretty bad. You guys need some help. <laughs> oh, I'm hilarious. Whew. All right, all right, all right. I like watermelon and watermelon milkshakes. Watermelon milkshakes? How do you even watermelon a milk? How do you even milkshake a watermelon? Despite making myself a stereotype. No, it's not a stereotype, Wheeze. It's not. It's a cultural thing. You come from the right part of the country, and the watermelon stereotype, it's stupid. It's a cultural thing. You just gotta be from the right part of the country, and you're like, yes, it's amazing. And yes, it goes well with certain types of foods. Grilled watermelon supposed to be tasty? Why on earth would you grill it? It's, what? What, you grill an ice cube? Like, why would you do that? Why would you do anything like that to a milkshake? What do you mean you're waiting for? You probably take chunks of watermelon, vanilla ice cream, milk, and ice. That's probably all you do. You just, the, the watermelon flavors the vanilla ice cream. Vanilla ice cream works. No, you're not being an old fart cat. That is completely inappropriate. It would not be okay to watch someone's children while doing that. No. If I came home and I had somebody watching my children and they were like doing that, I'd be like, excuse me? <laughs> Reckless endangerment. <laughs> like, there's all kinds of problems with that. That's, you're not being an old fart. 
There's probably legal reasons that's wrong. Okay. It brings out the sweetness if you grill it. How does it bring out the sweetness? What? Where is it? Where is it trapped in there? Is it trapped inside? It's a watermelon. Where? Where is the sweetness hiding that I have to put on the grill to bring out that sweetness? That sounds like some nonsense. That sounds like you're trying to trick somebody into ruining their watermelon. <laughs> Oh no, man, you gotta put it on the grill. Why? Why would I do that? Isn't I just gonna dry it out? New neighbors are running a daycare next door. Oh, really? I mean, that's a phone call, cat. <laughs> that's, that's a phone call. If they're running a daycare and doing that while running the daycare, that's a phone call. That's a that's a little knock on the door from the the local precincts. That's no. That is not okay. You're not being an old fart. <laughs> no, those <laughs> That is that is uh Yeah, as a dad, I would be livid if I found that out. I would be absolutely livid. I'm not going to judge somebody that does that on their own time be like, "I can't believe you do that." No, 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 no. No. You do that while you're watching the kids, we have a problem. It's literally science. But what what's the science behind it? What is heat what is the heat doing to the watermelon? Torn, I don't want to be that neighbor. I don't know if you're being that neighbor. When you apply heat, you cause water loss. The water loss means more sweetness. Okay, that actually makes sense. That actually makes sense. I'd be straight on to the police if I suspected they were getting high while watching other people's kids. Yeah, that's that's not acceptable. Even if it's even if it's legal. If it's legal in that state, it doesn't matter. It's legal to it's legal to consume alcohol, but that doesn't mean you drop your kids off at a daycare and the people are getting sauced. What it's legal and they're throwing back they're throwing back a bottle of like Jaeger. Are no, that's not okay. It's legal to consume alcohol. If you're getting sauced while watching people's kids, no, absolutely not. Right? Now, obviously, obviously, when you're a parent and you have children and you have alcohol in the home, you you got to be careful. Like, you, you got to consider, like, there are children under your care and you're consuming something that is going to make you inebriated. Like, you've got to be extremely careful. And if your children got hurt under your care and you were blitzed you know you'd, you'd probably have some very unpleasant conversations after that so oh does this mean drunken daycare is a bad idea <laughs> drop your drop your kids off down in a dr- drunken daycare today we will uh what am I supposed to say we, we will be here That's about all we can promise. Mm-mm. 
now yours can stay home and no we won't have unpleasant convos where y'all make this stuff up at no are you kidding me if you're if your kid went if your kid went to the hospital for a concussion and you were there and you were clearly inebriated I there there are gonna be some questions are you freaking kidding me there should be questions like it could have been a simple accident you had a couple drinks with dinner and your kid literally tripped down the stairs that's not your fault kids trip and fall down all the time but for the sake of the child they're gonna look into it to make sure that that's what actually happened you can throw back a couple of brews at dinner and be a little tipsy that's not your it's that's not on you kids fall down the stairs all the dadgum time they're kids it's what they do they're 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 tough for a reason because they're clumsy when they're growing they don't understand how they're two inches taller all of a sudden but man oh man they would want to make sure that it wasn't as, as creature saying it can't be a direct result of that of, of you having a couple beers with dinner so if there is a daycare and people are consuming a substance that is hindering their ability to care for the child then yeah that's a big deal you are literally leaving those children in the care of those persons right it's not like your kid goes to bed and you have a you know a couple glasses of wine with a movie that's not the same thing at all also when your kids are younger especially when they're like they're infants and stuff usually that's when you're like well i mean we might have to get up in the middle of the night and help them right so you you know you maybe you dial it back a little bit because <laughs> you're like oh, we're gonna be we might get up you know all my kids not feeling so well well I'll, you know I'll put the I'll put the brewskis away for the night. I might have to be, you know, sitting up with my kiddo. Oof. <clears throat> so hear me out. What if the child's drunk? That canceled it out, right? <laughs> They're like, your kid just totally blew the limit, man. What are you doing? Like, listen, I gave him some extra Robitussin. What's the deal? <laughs> uh Healthcare professionals would be obligated to report something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. CPS would immediately get involved. That's exactly right. A daycare using substances needs to be reported. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not being you're not being old fashioned, cat. Not at all. So, all right. No one's saying it's your your fault, Wiggly, but you would definitely have to answer some questions. You know, listen, these people would know. It would be it would be plain as day. Oh, the kid fell off the slide, and but they would still want to ask you some questions. Where were you? What were you doing? You know, do are you are you legally allowed to have what you were consuming? All those things. That that's that's called due diligence. They're not going to lock you up. Like, yep, throw him away. It's his fault. He was inside. You know, he was watching SpongeBob and had the munchies and the kid fell off the slide. No, it's that's not what anybody is saying or asserting. There's also a gigantic difference between leaving your child in the care of others at a daycare and they're doing it while on the job and you being like, hey, it's, you know, it's after dinner. I'm going to have a couple glasses of wine. You know, and then your kid gets up in the middle of the night and falls down the stairs. That's not your fault. 
<laughs> what are you? What are you? Flash? Flash? You gonna go? You gonna go run and save him? Oh, we. I can't do uploads. We're not done yet. All right, hang on. We got to do these segments. We got to do these segments. I gotta get a timestamp. We got. We gotta switch gears here. We're gonna go at three forty-one for this battlefield one, and then I gotta upload these for creature, and then we're gonna be switching gears to No Man's Sky, the Prisms update shortly. Yeah, generally when someone leaves a child in your care, you should not be doing that. Like, if you recreationally partake in something that you've legally obtained, you shouldn't be doing that while caring for somebody's kiddo. I would consider that to be kind of irresponsible. Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. Another SNTR short for you for gaming news. Uh, This one about the Battlefield 6 reveal date it is just around the corner if you like these short gaming news segments hit subscribe and the bell button on this channel or check out my live channel where i record these and have live discussions every day of the week so this is reported by games radar there's not a lot here okay but they did make some speculations about the theme of the game this was tweeted by the battlefield 6 uh, official like battlefield account the battlefield 6 reveal event is officially coming next week ea announced the news in a tweet earlier today pointing to a june 9th release date for the upcoming shooter which you can see below so june 9th will be the reveal event that's not the release of the game that is the release date of this reveal The official Battlefield Twitter account broke the news with a brief teaser video showing the Battlefield logo emerging from crackling blue-green imaging artifacts with the similar bassy bits of the Battlefield theme playing in the background. So here is the official information. The video confirms that the reveal event will begin on Wednesday, June 9th at 7 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. I don't know what BST is. Um, But... That's about all EA and DICE seem to be willing to give us now. So there you have it. For those of us that are in the Pacific or Eastern time, 7 a.m., 10 a.m., we'll obviously be wanting to pay attention to that next week here on the main channel. Now, the big question at this point is, after we've had releases like Hardline and then some other returns with the most recent Battlefields to the more World War era, what exactly is going to be the theme of the next Battlefield game? There's already been some leaked imagery where we see, like, jets and other vehicles. Now... We still don't know much about what's next for the Battlefield series. This is, again, coming from the same report, but it looks like it's returning to the modern day or possibly moving ahead to the near future. We haven't had a full-fledged sci-fi Battlefield game since Battlefield 2142 back in 2006, though, from what little we've seen so far, I wouldn't expect the next Battlefield to bring back mechs and hovering bases as part of your standard military hardware. I tend to agree with that. It's British British Standard Time. Thank you, British Standard Time. Sorry to all the Brits that consume my content. So, I don't think we're getting sci-fi. From the screenshots I have seen, I would say this is going to be modern to maybe slightly future. Like future, some maybe some slightly future weapons. But from the screenshots we have seen, this is likely going to be a modern style game. Not World War, not sci-fi. All right? Battlefield 6 is set for a release in the third quarter of this year. Now this is according to EA's financial plans, which means it will likely still be the flagship entry in the Battlefield series when it celebrates its 20th anniversary in September of 2022. EA is also planning its own EA Play Live event for July. Now, usually EA Play happens during E3. In 2019, when I hosted Main Stage E3, 
I was part of the EA Play uh, Live event. I went. I was a part of like a background, like a backroom discussion about Anthem and some different things. They are now sort of separating themselves from that E3 uh, schedule. The EA Play thing happened right before E3. This is now happening after. This will be happening in July. So we may get more teasers about its plans for the franchise then as well. They may capitalize on all of the news and gaming trailers and things going on in June. Given that they're doing this June 9th, they're following their pattern of wanting to get out ahead of E3, but instead of doing it also with EA Play, they're banking on EA Play happening later in July. We will obviously be covering this game anytime there's news, trailers, or information, as well as playing it. We do main, uh, we do gameplay over on the main channel, so be sure to check out the main channel with the links below in the description, or subscribe here for short uh, gaming news. Uh, we greatly appreciate all the support of this channel and the main channel, and as always, I will see you in the next video. Okay. So that's Battlefield 6. Let's do the last one. Let's do the last one cuz I got to eat and we got we got we got to kind of move and shake here. There's not much to say about Battlefield. Right? There's not much to say about uh, about Battlefield. Mm. It's just a release announcement or or I'm sorry, a teaser announcement, a teaser announcement or I'm sorry, a reveal announcement. okay halo so this is the this is the halo infinite what's going on at e3 2021 with halo infinite you're not going to be happy (laughs) you're not going to be happy about this one if you've been waiting if you've been waiting for halo infinite stuff i have bad bad news for you oh do we still have it set um it doesn't matter do 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 Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. This one's going to be about Halo Infinite E3 2021. What exactly are they going to be showing, especially after last summer's sort of embarrassing showing that they had, which led to the game being delayed. If you like these little short SNTR videos, be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button or check out my main channel where we do these live discussions every day. There should be a link below or you can always go to SNTRlive.com. Now, this came from WCCF Tech. Uh, reported on this that they're they're quoting Jeff Grubb. We're, we're, he's getting quoted a lot lately because there's a lot of insider information about various things going on in the gaming world, and he had some things to say about the E3 2021 showing that is right around the corner for Halo Infinite. So he was speaking on his Game Mess show, and he revealed that the E3 2021 showing of the game is not going to be a deep dive into the game, as creating assets for the conference would take precious time away from development. So think about that. Anytime they're going to show you something, gameplay or samples of the game, that's got to be run, tested, recorded, rendered, and shipped. And they are not going to be doing that according to Jeff Grubb. The showing will be mostly focused on multiplayer and it will cater mostly to hardcore Halo fans, which that is 
kind of where we're at right now. There's not a whole lot of reason for non-Halo fans to pay attention to this title. We've not seen anything that is sort of breaking out of the Halo mold. That is one of the reasons I've been very concerned about the title is that it doesn't feel like it's going to be any sort of a monumental entry. It feels like it's going to be very safe. Jeff Grubb also touched upon the Halo Infinite multiplayer modes. According to the Insider, the upcoming entry in the series will feature modes that players love like Capture the Flag, at launch and new modes that will be added down the road. I think they're hoping to dial in the Halo fans for more high quality Halo Arena PvP. It remains to be seen if there is room in the market for Arena PvP to get any traction as it has kind of fallen by the wayside. Battle Royales and then tactical shooters like Valorant have sort of taken center stage, which means there is room for a really good arena PvP shooter, but historically speaking, in the last couple of years, arena shooters have not done very well. Halo certainly has the loyal following to pull it off. While Jeff Grubb proved to be a reliable, he's proved to be reliable in the past, we have to take everything he revealed with a grain of salt. As last year's Halo Infinite Big Showing was focused on the single-player mode, it makes sense for Microsoft to show more of the multiplayer mode, so it's highly likely we are going to learn more about the matter in a few days. Halo Infinite launches on PC, Xbox Series X, Xbox Series S, and the Xbox One on a yet-to-be-confirmed release date. Now, we know they're really hoping to continue to have this game launch in this year. I just do not think that is happening. I anticipate this game getting shoved all the way into 2022, uh, mid to late year. Given the most recent leaks, or not necessarily leaks, but information from an X343 employee about they were rebuilding the engine and the game simultaneously and what that means for development. Now, the person that leaked that information essentially said that was one of the reasons the showing last year was so bad. The engine essentially was not ready. It's why it looks so flat and muted. I would think at this time they would want to go deep under underground not show us anything until they're really ready to wow us get that engine to where it is fully running and fully capable to show this game at its full strength also we've got to consider the gameplay nature of halo and how it is very very dated feeling it's sort of slow not a lot of aiming down sight not a lot of adsing and the grapple was apparently a significant task for them to develop and the gameplay we saw from the grapple was not that impressive or that ground shaking so we will continue to cover this game and obviously i would love for the game to be amazing it's a long-standing franchise and the most recent halo installment from 343 was not very good so this would be a great time for them to sort of redeem themselves as the halo developer and we hope that it is the case but don't look for a lot at e3 just around the corner as always if you like this video hit subscribe the bell button the like button and i'll see you in the next video Okay. The grapple needs to go. I mean, you got to have something. You know, you got to have something. That's incorrect now. We're not going over to hired gun. Any hope they're getting away from the the awful war zone mode? You know what irritated me about the war zone mode is it could have been really really good. It could have been really really good. 
um, it it had the right ideas. There was a game mode in Unreal Tournament called Onslaught, and it sounded super similar to it. Okay. Got to get these videos ready. If you guys support the shorts channel, we greatly appreciate that. Um, it is basically a, a quick upload channel. All these topics that we cover, um, they are, they are pretty relevant. And uh, that's why we want to make sure that the content gets put elsewhere. So those of you that support that channel, we greatly appreciate you. A lot of you guys go over there, you comment, you like, you show that channel love, and we appreciate it. Obviously, the main funnel is where you are right now, which is the live show, and we greatly appreciate that. too much. moving key patch notes because that doesn't that's not going to register on the search algorithm every time you the last time you did this it didn't work it didn't work don't tell me to stop it keywords keywords predicted searches that's what drives people to videos you're putting you're putting patch notes from the dadgum website on here there's so much text i couldn't add anything that's not gonna work 
That's not how YouTube works. No one's typing any of those words. Okay, well, we don't need all of it. I only took out like two or three paragraphs so I could add some some, some search prediction phrases. That's all. I took out like two paragraphs. Okay, I'm gonna set it. Do we have non-skippables turned off? We do now. All right, I'm gonna set it to public. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. We make a good team. We make a good team. Mm-mm. 100%. 100% make a good team. All right. We're going to set up the live redirect. It really doesn't want to switch. Yeah, it does not want to switch. Hang on. Trash the existing, select a new. I think that worked. That worked. Okay, cool, cool, cool. We had to, I had to delete the existing redirect and add another one. It did not like me changing. It did not like me changing that. Okay, there we go. done with watchdogs already well i mean we we got dude we got to go where the relevancy is the the watchdog stream yesterday did okay but there wasn't much to show the zombie mode is in alpha on pc and they literally dropped a brand new 
uh, No Man's Sky update like today. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, bro? Yeah, we will definitely do a Bloodlines prep stream. Um, I guess I'll do my normal. Should we do my normal save or my last expedition? I don't even know. It probably doesn't matter. We have a lot more stuff in my normal save. Okay. <clears throat> we should we we're definitely going to want to go in and turn on the DLSS and all that too. Um and No Man's Sky is trending in North America right now on Twitter. So this is we're, we're making a very good call here. If you guys don't go anywhere, it should redirect you. I'm going to give you a hyperlink in just a second. We need 8 more likes for 600 likes. Should be able to customize the homepage as well. We want to make sure and feature the No Man's Sky video. So if you're watching on like a television or something, um, and No Man's Sky right now update is that is that where is that where the keyword love is, as opposed to the prisms update? That's telling me good. Search volume's really good on that. Prisms update. Let me check it. This poor search volume. No, you did it right. Yeah, you did it right. Yeah, Prism's update in Prism's is not good search volume. Yeah, yeah, that's a great name. That's a really good name. Okay. Mm-mm, about as good as it's going to get. Yeah. That's the only dilemma. That's the only dilemma when you, um, you want to hop on something like this is that nobody's talking about it yet. It's taking a dadgum lifetime for me to get into the game, too. I'm glad we're doing this first. Make sure it works. Um, oh, we're going to have a problem with conflict of... Co- oh, no, we're not. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I just got a bunch of frigate fuel in the game. Um... Okay, let me go into the options before I, I want to do all this before we switch. Okay, we got primary, VSync, fourteen forty. Okay, none of that got messed with. Graphics options. Uh, where do I turn on the DLSS? Is that in general, or is it on by default? 
Does anybody know? Has anybody booted this up? Window, monitor, resolution, scaling, motion blur amount, field of view, HUD, graphics options. Again, I'm not seeing. Oh, I can turn. It's in anti-aliasing. DLSS. DLSS quality balanced. Ultra performance. Performance. We probably want balanced. Okay. Um... Alright, we'll have everything set to high. I wonder, do you have to do you have to set everything to ultra to really get the benefits though? Um Oh my, it's super choppy. Oh, I probably need to turn off um I probably need to turn off network. Yeah, multiplayer disabled. There we go. Right, that should smooth it out. There we go. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Okay. Give me one second. I'll be right back. We're ready. Uh, Don't go anywhere. I'll give you a hyperlink and we will do live redirect to check out the brand new prisms update in No Man's Sky. I'll be right back.
Okay. I just want to make sure... I just want to make sure I used the restroom before we switch gears. Let me give you guys a hyperlink. Copy link. That is where we were heading, just in case live redirect does not work. Um, at everyone checking out the No Man's Sky Prisms update. Uh, and then we need to send a tweet as well. Where'd that thumbnail go? Copy, tweet, paste that there. Uh, live, that, that, that. We are checking out the No Man's Sky Prisms update. Live right now on YouTube. Okay. Okay, so you should get redirected. If it doesn't work, use the link in chat or go back to the main page. It'll be the featured video, okay? I'll see you guys over there. You don't go anywhere. It's this channel. It's just a different video.